You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. It's Friday the 8th of December 2023 and time for another Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Rappo, are you there? I think so, Deeks. A bit of a a zombie, mate. Bit of a zombie, but I think I'm here, mate. Last night tonight, mate. So (laughs) I've woke up in a in a sort of drunken state, mate. Oh right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I've slept too heavy, Deeks. I think slept too well. I slept pretty heavy all the time, now, mate. About eighteen and a half stone. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the last time I woke up in a drunken state. To be honest, it's a long time ago. No, no, they were the days, Deeks. They They were the days. Right. Anyway, let's get cracking. Um, Now, it was too late to get a mention about what I'm going to tell you uh, on last week's podcast because uh, I I heard uh, late last Thursday from do you know someone called Jason Angwin um yeah the, na- the name rings a bell Diggs and um oh, he's Jason right well I'll, I'll Who you pay for me? Uh, yeah go on mate. he's to do with hail reserves hail that's it hail that's it yeah. Diggs yeah yeah well he's asked us to give a mention to something that they're doing down there at hail um the reserve side they're as, as we all know, they know that things are tough for some people at the mo- moment. So they want to give something back to the community. And uh, time is running out on this, though, because um, it all finishes or all comes to a completion on Saturday. So if anyone has Facebook, you can use Facebook. I suggest you go to the Hale AFC Reserve page. Um, they're giving away £250 cash. That's nice. Very nice, very nice. To anyone that, well, it's a draw. Basically, people put their names in and a name is drawn out. Now, so the reserves, they've teamed up with Tommy McGrath and Paladin Southwest to give away this 250 cash for Christmas. And all you've got to do to enter, you've got to go to the Hale AFC Reserves on Facebook or Paladin Southwest on Instagram, like and share the post that you find about this, and then sort of tag in and nominate the name that you want to have a chance of winning the cash. And But it all finishes Saturday. And uh, apparently Jason, he's drawing out the, the winning uh, name on Saturday. And uh, he's already told me that they've had a fantastic response to this. And why shouldn't they? You know, if you get £250 for not doing it very much. That's right. It's a... It's a great gesture by the lads down there at Hale Reserves. Um, and from what he tells me, they're a relatively new team this year. They're doing well, actually, Dicks. They, they, they've uh, they've had some pretty impressive results, mate, Hale Reserves. Remember them beating Formouth United, Dicks, but something like 11 2 a, a, a few weeks back, Dicks. That's pretty impressive. Right. Sorry, mate. I well, I was going to say, this is where he's got a bone to pick with you, apparently. Is he? Yeah, no, you know, don't yeah. meet him in a dark alley or anything like that, I would suggest. Um, <laughs> I'm from Malabar, Deeks, I've heard it <laughs> oh, all yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, that's right, I forgot that. Um, well, apparently, um, Hale Reserves, they beat Codros 2-1 in the league recently. You read out yeah. all the scores apart from that one. Oh, did I, mate? Yeah. yeah. I know, mate, uh, well... It gets I, worse, I know, it gets worse, know. though. It gets worse. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Last week... You didn't mention their win, yeah. and that's apparently seven wins in the last seven games in all competitions. So, what is really, it with you and Hale Reserves? 
Yeah, I like ale as well. Dick's one of my old teams <laughs> for half a season. Well, and vet. I played vets for three years down there. Like that. I like ale. Perhaps they're slipping under the radar a yeah. bit, mate. Yeah. But, but as but, um, you know, we can't cover yeah. everything, can we? That's, let's be fair. No, so. that's what I was just going to say that, Dick's. I know, you know, obviously time-wise, Dick's, you know, we've got to, you know, whiz through the results a bit, Dick's, haven't we? So, you know, I... Uh, you know, try and tell people about the top of the table and, you know, perhaps they are just underneath that little, you know, perhaps a slipping under the radar, Dicks. But but since you've pointed it out, mate, you know, I'll apologise to Jason, mate. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they played last week, Dicks, but I don't think I've mentioned them this oh, week either. Oh, no. no. Well, <laughs> From actually, what I can remember, mate. Well, the game might have been off. Who knows? So you're lots, yeah, lots, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> lots of games being off at the moment. But, uh, but no, but seriously, you know, well done to Hale Reserves down there. Yeah, 250 yeah. quid uh, cash being... Uh, given out uh, or being drawn out uh, on Saturday. So anyone listening to this, if you want to nominate a name, go into uh, Facebook, Hale AFC Reserves, or Instagram, Paladin Southwest, and do the business, all right? So uh, thanks very much for uh, being getting in touch with us, uh, uh, yeah. Jason. But he was a little bit shy about coming on the podcast. I couldn't get him to come on. Ah, that's a shame. It's like Ruben, mate, wasn't it? The other week when you interviewed Ruben Wilson, mate, when he signed for Falmouth, Dixie. Ruben's quite a shy lad, mate, but he'd done a good job, mate, didn't he, when he came on? Yeah. It's, when, only, it's yeah. only like talking to your best mate, isn't it? Exactly, Dick. Yeah. You make everyone feel at ease, mate. And and anyone can talk football, can they, for 10 minutes, if you like football? <laughs> yeah, we can talk for a lot longer than 10 minutes, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Anyway, yes, thanks for that um, notice given to us by uh, Jason. And we will try and get better, Jason. Don't worry about it. But uh, for the moment... yeah. We're going I consider to... myself told off, Dicks. <laughs> consider yourself told off, that's <laughs> sorry, right. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Right, Let, let's get on to the professionals. And uh, as always, we begin with Cam Weldon. Well, one victory, one defeat and a new owner, Cam. Uh, it's been a busy week for you, hasn't it? Yeah, you forgot the uh, manager signing his new contract, Dave, as well. That's a, Oh, wow, um, that goes so... without saying, doesn't it? Where was he going to go? <laughs> you know, why leave Truro well, City? <laughs> well, why would you want to leave Truro City in, the, in the, the way we're going at the minute, Dave? But it's been a very busy week, um, but a very, very positive week, I think, and um, a lot of lot, lot of positive, positivity around things. And um, I think we're very, I think we're pretty happy with uh, the outcome, really, Dave. It's been a, been a good week for us. Yeah, actually, the one thing I did miss out, which is probably the most important one, is coming back to Truro to play, isn't it? Well, there you go. It's been such a good week, Dave. You can't even remember it all. But <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, that's that's obviously we knew that was the plan, and but to have that a hundred percent confirmed, which has been um, I know on a lot of supporters' minds, rightfully so as well. I think it's a real positive. Um, and then you just add in the new owners, you add in Paul signing his new deal, and. Um, yeah, it was just a, a really good week, and to to get the result on Saturday against uh, St Albans was was even better. So, did you get any sort of feeling from the players at all on Saturday about the behind the scenes happenings? Um, not really, to be honest. Dave, they, the players sort of keep themselves themselves, but I think they're they're all excited for the future of the club. Really, I know. Um, a lot of them have spoken quite openly about wanting to be back in Truro and not 
really enjoying Parkway, and it's kind of obvious why they wouldn't enjoy Parkway, Dave. As we say, the the, the pitch surface isn't isn't great, um, and playing in front of a ground of with you know a hundred people in it, it's it's not particularly nice really it's not ideal and when you consider that if you're back playing in, in Truro you're probably going to get ugh, in excess of 500 some weeks like as a minimum like there's there's a big difference and having a decent crowd getting behind the team it does I can imagine it spurs them all a lot a lot, a lot more than having not very many at all so I think they're very I think secretly um, and some of them slightly more openly are very pleased and I think everyone's kind of happy to get back to Truro which is basically the, the I feel they feel the same as the supporters do mm-hmm. and they're just excited to get this new ground built okay I didn't I haven't actually seen the attendance for Saturday any idea what it was uh, 166 so again Saturday 166 Ooh. yeah not not great that's terrible really isn't it let's be fair it, for the standard yeah it's it's, it's pretty poor um but and then again, you it, and it, then you go up to Maidstone Tuesday and, and what was the attendance there one thousand four hundred and fifty, but it's there's there's a slight difference, Dave. But um, yeah, about I, I a will say like, well, yeah, and I, I I will say any Truro fan who made the journey up to to Maidstone on on Tuesday night, fair play to them because that's a, that is one a mammoth journey, and um, yeah, um, there were there weren't many of you, but the ones who did, like fair play who who did that because that is a. a a fair old jaunt, shall we say, on, on a Tuesday night. Right. Or any day. <laughs> well, any day, that's right. Right, well, let's talk about the, the football and um, the the victory came against St Albans, didn't it, on Saturday. Uh, not many there to watch it, obviously, but it was three points and a, a very welcome three points. It certainly was a very welcome three points, Dave, especially at home. We, I think we spoke last week that our home form at Belifo hasn't been good enough this year. Uh, it's been been pretty poor we'd lost four on the bounce so to it was something we wanted to stop the rot almost and St Albans are a good side we've we've said that we've played against them many a times over the years and they've always put up a good fight and um like this was a team realistically who were the top when we got promoted into this division uh in May they were on the cusp of getting promoted to the National League Dave so it's um shows how good a team they are and what they're capable of but I thought we were pretty dominant throughout, really, Dave. If we, it was only a matter of time till the first goal came. We had a couple of chances. I think Harvey Greenslade had a bit of a scuff shot. I think he he'll be disappointed with that and probably felt he should have scored. Um, ben Adelsbury headed over a Ryan Brett corner, and it was. I I think it was going in, but he sort of headed it down. And it hit the top of the head of a defender, which took it over the bar. But if it, if it was the defender, if it didn't just glance off his head, it was probably going to go in. Um, and then we got our first goal in first half stoppage time, and it was a it's a blatant penalty, Dave. It's, I'm not sure why they're they're complaining. They were a couple of them were complaining about it, but um, it's a ball into the box. And I think it's Will Dean and Rocky's Rocky Neal's got in between the, the two defenders, and one of the defenders basically caught grabbed him by the neck almost and pulled him down. So um, I think the the major complaints or anything were from the Truro players thinking. That's a clear and obvious goal scoring opportunity. You've given a penalty, but why is he why is he still on the pitch? But um, and I think that was the question from a lot of people. But because again, I need to look up on the rule book, Dave. But I know there's the double jeopardy rule, but I'm pretty certain that's all changed over the summer. So, um, but either either way, we were Rocky uh, 
got back up, stepped up, sent the keeper the wrong way and scored his seventh goal of the season. So uh, still our top goal scorer and it was a well-taken penalty and we were leading at half-time. And as I think Paul said in his post-match interview, these when, you, when you're in that situation and you, you, you're leading and... Um, you're leaving games it sort of, and you score just on the brink of half time it does change his team talk massively and um, I think I think probably the message was keep doing what you're doing because we'd restricted St Albans to very little and um, we managed to, to get our second goal uh, five minutes into the second half and a bit of bit fortuitous it must be said but Will Dean um, gets the ball on the edge of the box I think it was a Ryan Law cut back to him and he just decides to let fly, really, Dave, and has a shot on it. Um, beat, keeper's beat and all ends up, and it hits the post, uh, and then Cannon's back off the goalkeeper and in. So it's a, a little bit fortuitous, but and St Albans will say it's unlucky, but in fairness, Dave, Will's strike was so well hit, like it almost deserved to go in. So um, no one was getting anywhere near that. The keeper wasn't getting any, anywhere near it and just hit his back and went in. So a bit unlucky for him and... Um, but yeah, we we doubled our lead, and that was put us in obviously on on course to get a good three points, which we we needed to. But wasn't always plain sailing. St Albans had a really good chance. Uh, one of their wingers cut down the left hand side and uh, drove into the box, and James Heyman uh, had to make a really good save at his near post to 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 keep it two 0 And I think from then on, we were pretty comfortable. Really, we added a third uh, with eleven minutes to play. Adam Porter, who uh, hasn't really probably been getting the game time he would have wanted in recent weeks. He came off the bench and um, showed Paul what and why he probably wants to start games because he uh, uh, the, it was a really well good team goal actually. Hammy sent a long ball forward and Rocky headed it down uh, to Matt Buse on the on the right who just uh, basically squared the ball uh, and Ports had the simple job just to tap home at the, the back post. So that was 3-0 and that was pretty much game set match but credit to Albans. We know how Good aside, they are, and they kept they kept threatening, and um, they got a goal very late on, uh, just a consolation more than anything. And it was a um, a disappointing for Troy to lose the clean sheet, but it was just a good ball into the box and at the back post, just headed past Hammy. Nothing he could have really done about it. Um, but yeah, consolation for them gave their travelling fans um, something to cheer about. But it was always going to be our day, Dave. Um, and I thought we we were thoroughly deserving of those of those three points, and it was a much needed three points as well. Yeah, much needed, that's for sure. Um, Adam Porter, is he um, a loan signing or or actually signed no. for So Adam's actually signed for us. Obviously, he was on loan uh, from Salford last year, but he came down uh, on a permanent basis in the summer. So Adam's Adam's a Truro player. Right. And then, well, as you mentioned already, Tuesday, massive journey up to Maidstone. They're doing well in the FA Cup, aren't, aren't they? But uh, they weren't distracted, I take it. No, they weren't. And you say they're doing really well in the FA Cup. They are. They're, they're in the third round of the FA Cup, which for a non-league team, that's we we know that's a big big achievement. So massive congratulations to them. They they're riding a bit of a wave. They they beat Barrow on the weekend, and saying that it's not like the cup um, exploits have stopped their league form. Like you look where they are in the league. I think they they were third going into the night, and they were. Um, I think they'd only lost four games all season in the league, so it's uh, they're, they're a good side. Um, managed by George Ellacobi, who was a former uh, Hull City midfielder, who I remember played in the in the Premier League days. So there's there's <laughs> a fact for you, but yeah, um, yeah, they they weren't they weren't at all um, distracted or anything. And that's what happens when you come up against these kind of teams, Dave. They're fo- they're a full time football team um, with a, a very good stadium and big, as, as we mentioned earlier, big fan base and. Um, 
but it, anything could have happened first 10 minutes. It was a bit of an end-to-end start. They had a um, they had a, a ball into the box and it was, uh, I felt it was, I think it was headed down, it was a shot down low and Hammy did so, so well to, to get down to it on his bottom left-hand corner to push it away, a brilliant save. And then up within five minutes, we had a, a big chance. It was Will Dean free kick. Ryan Brett got on the end of it, headed it towards goal. And the keeper um, managed to tip it onto the post. And then the ball fell to Ed Palmer. And he couldn't quite slot it home. But um, So, yeah, nil-nil. But they got they got their goal. Um, and it was a, I don't want to say defensive errors from Truro, but it, two individual errors. I think cost us on the night, really, Dave. And their goal was a... Uh, just on the half hour mark, a, a deep, a deep cross to the back post. Um, lad heads it down and um, rush the goal scorers there. Um, just on the line to tap it in. Again, nothing Hammy can do, and defensively again, pretty pretty poor really. Um, but even at one 0 I didn't think we were out the game, Dave. I didn't. We half time. I'm sure. Not sure what Paul's team thought would have been, but I think it was sort. I'd imagine it probably would have been. We're doing all right. We're don't panic, we're doing well. And um, at 1-0 in the second half, I thought we had plenty of chance. I thought we were creating um, and had decent chances, really. And I think we kept a lot of the possession. But um, the second goal sort of killed us a little bit. And it was a, a really poor second goal. It's a hammy has it and he kicks it out to to Tom Harrison, the, the, the loan signing. And um, he just gets the ball stuck under his feet, which, which happens, Dave. But... Um, and nine times out of ten, you get away with it. But unfortunately, the the Maidstone man was was onto him straight away and um, took the ball. Went one and one, one v one. Hammy managed to get a glove on it, knocked it onto the post. But um, the striker was quickly there just to to tap home the rebound. So uh, that was two 0 And I think again, I didn't I didn't think our heads dropped at all. I, th- I thought we were probably the the better team for the last five ten minutes. They. Maidstone were obviously looking dangerous on the counter attack, but they were happy to let us have it, and um, we 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 got a consolation late on, and it was a, a Will Dean free kick, and um, Tyler Harvey's left unmarked in the box, and you know you you know with with Tyler you can't really uh, you can't really do that, and um, he he headed home his I think that's his fifth goal of the season for us now, so and we know he's not actually played that many minutes really through different reasons for injury and stuff, so. Um, he he got one back, but it was too little, too late, and straight from kickoff, the referee blew up. So disappointing result for us, Dave. But um, on what was an absolutely mammoth journey, but uh, I think there's still plenty of positives to take from that one, and um, we can take that into Saturday. And Saturday, who is it? Dover Athletic at home, Dave. So um, yeah, they're two teams who obviously we're looking for points, and Dover um, down the bottom as well, and I think. They've just announced a new manager as well. They parted ways with their, their previous manager and they've announced a new one. So this will be his first game in charge. So um, no doubt the players will be one to impress. And it's a, uh, they come into the fixture off a, I think it was a 4-1 defeat at bottom of the league, haven't. So they're not in a, a good run of form. But, you know, new manager bounce and everything. It's going to make it a really tough game for us if it wasn't already. So, um, yeah, but I think we're going to have to be really at it to, to get anything from the game. And, um yeah, Dover are a good side. Dover are a good side, Dave. They've they've been in the national league a long time. So as you as I said, when a manager gets sacked and a new one comes in, it's it's they're almost very difficult because the players always like step up wanting to impress the the new boss and stuff. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a difficult test for us. But I'm sure that the lads are lads will be ready for it. And they've just got to recover recover now from from Tuesday's trip and um, 
and uh, yeah, put on a good display against Dover and hopefully we get back to winning ways straight away. Yeah. Well, let's hope they get early nights on Wednesday or had early nights on Wednesday. <laughs> um, the, the Eye of the Tiger, the footage that you put out um, yeah. of, of uh, Saturday's game, is that something mm-hmm. you do? No, so it's um, it's by a local student who goes to Plymouth Uni. His name's James Lace, um, and he's um, he basically just approached me and said he's a, I think he does he's like a video editing course, I think it's a film course, um, and he just sort of said he wanted to gain some experience out and about in local field. And I said, well, yeah, you're more than welcome to come along and do some uh, do some like behind the scenes filming for us. And like, he's done Saturday was his second game. Um, he did the Tonebridge game about a month ago, whenever that was, end of October. Um, and um, he's he's gonna he's coming to do this Saturday as well against Dover. So yeah, he's really it's nice to have a different angles of the goals and stuff. And it's nice that he's done um, volunteered his services really, Dave. So it uh, gives us extra content, and it's it's nice for the fans to see different angles of the goals, you know, because he um, he caught all three of them pretty. Or, all four goals, including the St Albans one, pretty well. So, yeah, yeah no, it's good good to have him on board. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I, I quite like it to be honest. Uh, and no commentary, so you just got the action. Um, I, I just wondered. You mentioned Hammy quite a bit there in in your yeah. reviews of the two games. I, I didn't know whether he was indicating he was going to save two or make two saves before the game on Saturday, or whether he was suggesting something else to you or not. Uh, or I'm not even sure it was you he was indicating. But um, just everyone, who, <laughs> if you want to watch that clip, it's the Eye of the Tiger from Truro City Football Club. And uh, just have a look, see what Hammy's indicating as he walks out onto the pitch against um, St Albans. But uh, we'll leave everyone with that question, Cam. The only thing I'm going to say, Dave, is he. I will say he was indicating that towards me. So um, <laughs> yeah, the, re- the rest, the rest will. Um, we'll, we'll. I'll let other people decide. So yeah. Okay. Thanks very much. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, like like you and Cam's already said, Deeks. You know, good week all round. I think for City, mate. Um, you know, three points last Saturday. Good three points. Unlucky in midweek, Deeks, in front of. You know, a big club with 1,500,000... 1,500,000? 1, 15, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I just woke up, mate, and I'm sorry. Um, with, with, with one, I should say 1,500... I got mixed up there because I, I got caught between 1,500 and 1,500. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, nevertheless, thinks you know, good, you know, big club mate, and they made them with a good following. So, and you know, only two one digs. So City doing all right, mate. What's his new contract digs? And and City's coming home, mate. So as the song goes, mate, they're coming home. <laughs> yes, they're coming home. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, but yeah, and Eric Dix, he seems a nice guy, mate, doesn't he? You know, I know you met him last week and had that, you know, good interview with him. Hopefully, mate, it'll be of a it'll be a sort of Ryan Reynolds effect at Wrexham type of thing, mate, Eric, for for Tora City, mate, hopefully. Yes, it uh, well, at the moment it uh, looks very interesting. I know that uh, there's uh, a lot of thought uh, about what's happened in the past or, or rather what's not happened in the past, I guess. Um, so, yeah. you know, we're all sort of wondering what's what's going to happen next, aren't we? But first, I mean, yeah. e- everyone I've spoken to about the pitch reckons it will be ready. Now, that's the pitch. I think the, the surroundings like stands and changing rooms and buildings, whatever, might not be quite so ready. Um, but 
you know, they're, they're very confident that uh, they can get league football to uh, land Garth next season. So uh, we will, um, well, we'll watch with interest, won't we? Exactly, takes care. Watch this space, mate, isn't it? Watch this space. Yeah. That's but yeah, it's good to see, though. Good to see something happening, Diggs, isn't it, after all these years, though? Brilliant. From the National League South through to the St. Piran League, this is the place to be. Right, step four, football, Mosul. Let's get Pablo back yeah. on the programme, shall we? Yes, mate, good old Pabs. Pabs? Do you call him Pabs? Yeah, good old Pabs, mate. I'm not so sure you like Pabs. <laughs> No, I don't think he will. <laughs> you know me, Dick, so I'm shorting anyone's name, I will, mate. <laughs> right, it's uh, Pablo Walls Blanco. Shorten that one, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Have you recovered from uh, not feeling too good, Pablo? Yeah, yeah, I've recovered. Um, I think I probably came down with that um, bad cold that was going around the UK, to be honest. Just felt a bit like fevery all rounds, um, in all truth, like. Yeah, nose, chest, cough, Ooh. sore throat, and then also just like dizzy, high temperature. Yeah, so not good, not good. So I thought, stay away from the team. You don't want to be infecting everyone. And yeah, so missed a, missed a few weeks in a row before, obviously. And now, well, back to it last Saturday and and obviously back to it next Saturday as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better. Maybe you can still hear a bit in my voice, so a little bit nasally, but no, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot better. Good. Well, that's that's good to hear. Um, and yes, you were back in action last Saturday. A, a one-all draw at home to Larkall. Good point, bad point, or what? Um, I'd say good point, uh, actually. You know, you maybe look at the fixture and say it's a game you'd expect us to win, potentially. Um, and I think in the way that in the complexion of the game, I think we probably could have won. I think we were the better team on the day. But I think I'm going to say it's a good point because I think the performance was a lot better than 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 previous weeks. I heard at Malvern the week before we were a lot better as well, and then you know it sort of fell apart uh, at one nil. And I heard that's actually sort of when Josh Story went off injured, uh, who's now back in the team for Miles and doing really well at centre back. Um, and he was back in at centre back today. Uh, sorry, not not today. Uh, last Saturday, obviously against um, against Larkle, and it's really good. Got man of the match um, on that day, Deeks and. And I think Miles will look better overall, actually. Uh, it was a good performance at Trungle Park, in, in, in my opinion. Played well, certainly the first half an hour uh, dominated, really. Tim Nixon passed 1-0 up in the 20th minute. A stroke of half-time conceded a really frustrating goal that Archie Ferris swooped a header into the corner. Um, and then second half, I think we've come out, had, had an incredible goal, our scramble that we somehow haven't put away, and it sort of like hit off the post, and then we bounced clear and... And then what's basically what's happened is we've made all three changes in the second half and with about 25 minutes to go, Josh Otter, who came on at right back for Ryan Barrett, who went off injured, well, then Otter went off injured himself. So <laughs> then we went, then we had to play the final 25 minutes with 10 men. So it went from being one of those games where you may be expecting, yeah, come on, we're playing well here. Let's push on, get a 2-1, get the winner, maybe make it three to actually, we're probably going to have to take a good point here. And look, I think even with 10, it was actually an even enough fixture in all fairness, Dave. And, you know, I think, I think, I think we'll take the point. I think we'll, we'll take the point and certainly the improved performance. It was one with good character, good fight, looked like good determination, togetherness looked good. Like I said, story back in at centre-back there next to Max. I think it makes a good partnership. Um, so yes, it's, um, you know, Max has been great as he always is, you know, last season, obviously player of the year. And, but to have, you know, story next to him as well, it just, you know, adds that, adds that solidity to us and gives him hopefully, you know, a, 
mm. a partner a partnership you know to, to build momentum with and and i think they, they look good together to be honest so yeah it was an improved performance two big guys as well aren't they yeah no exactly exactly that's the big point you know we, we've had we, of course we've, we've had um we've had a bit of a change back for all season in all truth and you know we've had some brilliant performances i mean i remember josh otto who of course is a small guy but you know, got so much, ten, you know, ten, so many tenacious qualities to him. Um, played centre-back away at through and was absolutely superb. Played centre-back a lot before and is brilliant. Uh, but you're right, I think when you look at, you know, you've got Story and and Max at the back, you know, you think that that's one, that's a partnership, isn't it? You know, to, they look strong. They're good at bringing the ball out the back. Um, then they can play the way we want to play. So I think it works really well and I'm actually quite excited to see how it develops then in, in the coming weeks. And... Uh... At the other end of the pitch, Jack Bray Evans leaving to go to Plymouth Parkway. Mm. How has that affected the front line? Yeah. Um, and Goldie as well, out injured. We mustn't forget yeah. that. No, no, yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, of course, it's a big miss. Of course, it is, you know. Um, I think losing someone like Jack Bray Evans, what he brings us as a player, I think on and off the pitch as well, he's a good character. I like I, I, I like his sort of mentality as a player. Um, but certainly on the pitch this season, I think the goals he was adding obviously were huge. It feels like he it felt like he stepped up another level actually, even at step four. You know, he was doing a striker's job perfectly in all truth. You know, getting a lot of goals for us, and you know, he he, he can pin a defender as well. He's got that physical aspect to him. To lose him is a big loss. There's no doubt about it. Of course, I think you know, we, we, I suppose we, we got to the club about it. You know, but um, you know, he, he goes on to park where I suppose he's one of those players that if he has the opportunity, will just leap up in steps whenever he can. You know, and, and that's I suppose the way I see it. You know. If a step three side will come from, then I'll probably say, "Yeah, go on then." Um, so, yeah, he goes, and uh, of course, of course, it's a miss for us. You know, with Goldie out as well, you're right to mention it's not that we have a natural striker to replace him. Um, so at the moment, we're sort of playing with Hayden Turner down the middle, and then you've got Callum McConey, Tim Nixon, Josh Bissett as options on the wing, if you like. So, yeah, it's not ideal, but you know, we, we, you know, when Malzor, we always, you know, we we overcome things together. I've got no doubt. Well, that we'll be fine and that we'll overcome it. Um, but of course, it's a miss. You know, I can't, I can't sit here and, and and say it's not someone who scored that many goals this season and, and who plays that well. And you know, that has I think that much of an effect on the team and, and helps us out in so many situations. For him to go in the middle of the season, of course, it's bad news. But you know, that's football, isn't it, Deke? So you know, we have we have to move on with that. Um, but it's a massive miss, and you're, and you're right. You know, no Goldie now for the well for the foreseeable future. So whether we get another striker in is a uh, you know, pending. Let's see. Uh, that was going to be my next question. I, I know mm. you don't. Yeah, I know you don't know the ins and outs of what uh, Jake yeah. Ash is thinking as manager. But would you like to see a, a new? Well, do you need a new striker to come in to the to the squad? Um, well, it's one of those. I don't know if, if I. Well, I don't know if I should be giving like my opinion on it. I'm, I, I'd imagine they're 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 thinking about it at least looking around to see what's available. I, I mean, I'd say yes purely because. I don't know when Goldie's going to be back. Um, and then you're looking at months on end, you know, without a natural number nine. And I think then you're also maybe jeopardising other players like Hayden, you know, who then has to play down the middle um, when probably we'd rather him, you know, more out wide. I think that's where, he, that's where he can create the most danger from the left. So you'd probably want to prioritise him as well. That's the way I'd see it. But you never know. You never know. Maybe, you know, to be to be fair, the front three works quite well on, on Saturday at times. And certainly for the goal, you know, Hayden's dropped deep and he's played the ball through and Nixon's pace has got us in behind. And certainly even saw at times, you know, Hayden was, you know, obviously outpacing a lot of the a lot of the last call centre-backs. But then there's the other aspect of the game. If you play a long ball up there, maybe he's not going to be able to pin the centre-back and bring it down and hold that play. And 
you know, there's, there's different types of players, you know. So I think mm-hmm. I think it's always worth having a number nine in the squad. I do. So I'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Okay, and good to see Tim Nixon score a goal. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. He looks good as well. A decent um, goal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. He's, he's a play, He's a player who works hard, Nico. Um, so I think I think that adds a lot to the team as well. Actually, you know, he tracks back, helps start defensively. That's massive in these sorts of moments. So, but yeah, he's got he's got good work rate. Um, keeps his head down, and and that's what he did for the finish, I suppose. So it's one of those where he got played through on goal by by Hayden Turner completely. You know, beat the offside trap if you like, and then he's one on one with the keeper, and it looked like one of those where you probably say place it round him, uh, go for the shot. Um, but he sort of delayed and delayed and delayed and I'm thinking oh, could it could be one of those resources <laughs> ends up fumbling it into the keeper but then he goes round him really smoothly and just passes it on his left foot so it's a really calm finish to be fair yeah it'll do his confidence the world of good and you know good to see him good to see him uh, get a goal in the league and uh, yeah he, he deserves that yeah right so Bishop's Cleave on Saturday what can we expect yeah um, oh, firstly, actually, what yeah. about the pitch on Saturday? Because conditions came yeah, in a bit yeah. wet and horrible. How how did the pitch uh, stand up? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's done a great job. To be fair to Billy, like he's, he's got it, he's got it going there again. To be fair, but at full time, it was looking a little bit boggy. Um, <laughs> there's there's there, there is there is zero doubt about that. It took some hits. I think it was looking okay, and then I think it started tipping down in the warm up. Uh, but I was at one thirty-two o'clock, mm. and then a bit in the game as well. And honestly, by the end of it, so, you know, the players' shirts were no longer green and white. I'll tell you that. Like it, it was really, yeah, it was very boggy. And I think we looked at it full time and probably thought there's, you know, there's a, there's a, there's maybe a slim chance that the game that we were meant to have on Tuesday, by the way, at home to Biddeford, mm. our rescheduled game, would be off. And you know, lo and behold, Tuesday morning it's off. So yeah, no midweek game for us. Um, on the Tuesday night, obviously, um, against Biddeford, who obviously are in good form in the playoffs at the moment. You know, maybe in that regard, a, a blessing in disguise. I think the squad is a little bit thin at the moment. We lost, obviously, Ryan Barrett due to injury. You know, I'll wait to see how long he's out. Otto, Josh Otto, same, comes on, gets injured. You know, playing with 10 men for the remainder of the game. It's, you know, we're a little bit light. So I think what would have been three games in eight days will now be two games, you know, in, in the normal Saturday to Saturday. Uh, mm. So I, th- I think actually in, in this regard, we'll take that. Interesting. You, you mentioned there about the, the shirts being muddy. Well, I, I noticed Josh Stories was completely covered from top to bottom. His shirt, the back of his shirt was complete mud. Max yeah. Hill wasn't. How come? What can there be such a difference between <laughs> two central defenders? Was Josh Story on the floor all the time or what? I don't, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I do, I do remember story going to ground a few times, <laughs> uh, get, getting in a few like challenges and scuffles, and just being surrounding with the referee. You know, I think that was one really early on as well, actually. And then in the latter stage, I think when we were already down to ten as well. Um, but now you know, Max is a Max is a Max is a very good defender. I, I don't I don't know if I buy the whole. Um, you know, you have to get your your kit muddy to to get stuck in to be honest I think I think if you're doing a job and you stay on your feet and you're just overseeing things and you can have a perfectly good game but yeah no story to get stuck in to be fair I think they both had great games mm-hmm. I do and I, th- I think I think they're both quality players and Max has been classed for a long time now and deserves his flowers so for him to have a partner like story I'm really excited for I think it's going to be big for us right okay so we move on to Saturday Bishop's Cleave um, and yeah. I'll, I'll ask the same question what can we expect 
Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite hopeful, to be honest with you. I, I think I think we've got a win coming pretty soon. And I think all we're looking for now is just to start a run going deep. I think we can feel the the tide turning a little bit. We've had it. We've had a bit of a bad patch. We don't want to go back and make it a defeat. That's for sure. Because I feel like we I feel like we're building something at Larkle. I think the team team atmosphere, team spirit's really good at the moment. Uh, we we look unified. So I'm looking for us to go to Bishop's Cleve, who look they're only they're only two points above us in the league. And you know it, it's funny this league. It, it it all looks a bit doom and gloom, but it's still so early on. You know that we can still get so high up that table. Um, and being really good, said you know, if we, you know, I'm not, I just, I just look at it. We've got games in hand on in, in hand on teams. We'll beat Bishop. We'll go above Bishop's Cleve, you know, if we beat them, and that'll be with two games in hand. You know, we're we're in we're in a fine spot, but we just got to get a run going. Um, I think the coaching staff, the players, are confident that it will come soon. Um, just got to make sure you know nothing happens where we go down to ten men off of making three subs again. Obviously, it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. um, but. I'm, I'm I'm actually quietly confident, and if it's not Bishop's Cleve, then I'm I'm hope I'm quite hopeful it's the week after, and and then we can start building something. But next Saturday would be a fantastic time to to get three points and then build. I think we've got some good fixtures going into Christmas. Then we've got a home game the week after, home game the week after that. Then we've got experts on Boxing Day. Then we've got a game against Tavistock on on New Year's Day. You know, you look at that sort of stretch of the next five games, if you like, as a sort of stretch that we can really start to build momentum and I'm confident we will actually well thank you for that Pablo but yes some interesting games coming up as you said and a busy time so uh, we better let you get on but in the meantime thanks very much thank you very much Deke's pleasure yeah Deke you know it's, uh, I think you know like Wolves he said mate no sorry Wolves <laughs> <laughs> or Blanks no better not call him Blanks yeah Blanks like, yeah, like, so, yeah good old nah, that, like, like seriously these, you know, like Pablo said mate that, that result I think last week it's sort of like for want of a better word Deke, it sort of stopped the rot a little bit mate didn't it last week you know getting that sort of point and, and good to see Deke your former sponsored player from last season Deke wasn't it Nick see yeah, um, that's right. I, yeah, could, I couldn't afford to sponsor him at Mosul, though. <laughs> no, no, that's it, mate. Big time. No, that's it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flipping that, you got you got Christmas coming up, Dick. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, mate. It's good to see Nixie score, mate. Want to get a, get a start and score as well. So you know, talented lad, Nixie, mate. So hopefully that will kickstart his sort of Mosul career a bit, Dick. And and yeah, not a bad point, I don't think, mate. Was it to be fair? And and like Pablo said mate you know half decent run of games coming up over Christmas and New Year so I think I think Mosul mate they go into 2024 with plenty of optimism mate and and hopefully get back up that table and, and aim for the playoff stakes hopefully mate mm. well what would be a good finish though I mean is the playoffs a bit too ambitious or what yeah you would have said so Deeks when you started to see I would have said anything around mid-table Sort of top half for for Mosul would have been a good season, mate. In the in the first sort of, you know, first season at like step forward, Deeks is, is a tough step, isn't it? But but you know they they sort of exceeded all that. Well, you, you, nothing surprises you with like Ashy and Mosul and all Deeks, does it? And the players they got, but but you know they started off so well, you know, top for a while, mate, and and, and in the top five, you know, virtually all this season and until that mini sort of bad run over the last month, but. Yeah, you know, looking at the teams, I mean, there's some, there is some big teams in there, but I don't see any reason, Dicks, why Mosul, you know, with the talented lads they got and everything, I, I don't see why they they couldn't be up around there, Dicks, and you know, aiming for that top five, mate. I don't think. Mm. 
Right. What do you think, Dix? What do you think? Uh, well, I, I think it'll probably be a season of sort of consolidation to some extent in the sense that yeah. um, perhaps just missing out on the playoffs? I don't know. Perhaps I'm being a bit mm-hmm. uh, unfair about what Mosel may be able to achieve. I, I think they need a striker, that's for sure. A new striker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's probably yeah. I think that could be on Ashy's Chris, Christmas shopping list, things, gonna it? That um, one, yeah. I think, yeah. Gonna yeah. have to, gonna think. have to go far afield to get one, though, aren't they? I know, mate. That's the thing, isn't it, mate? You know, at that level, um, you know, big loss, really, isn't it, Jack, mate? You know, JBE, but can't blame Jack for for wanting to move up a step, can you? But and test himself, but yeah. Yeah, there isn't a lot of rain, Dicks, is there? You know, when you think, you know, you're scratching your head, mate, aren't you, really? Mm. Could, you know, could we get Matty Buchan, mate, back from Biddeford or something? Bring Matty on? God, that, that's, that's spooky, good. actually. I was just thinking of him when you said his name. Was you? Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a bit of an illegal approach, Dicks, isn't it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Biddeford, like, but, but I'd like to see Matty in a Mosel shirt, wouldn't you, Dicks? You know, like, local lad, scoring goals, you know? Mm. But, you know, pretty wishful thinking, maybe Dick's wishful thinking. But, but yeah, it's all to, you know, you're sort of scratching your head, like you said, Dick, didn't you, for a real sort of, you know, at that level, like a 30-goal striker that sort of moves all, you know, w- would need to sort of get in them playoffs, mate, isn't it, really, I mm. suppose? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, not too many strikers around. And uh, I've just thought, actually, everything we talk about today really is a bit of a caveat uh, Depending on the weather, isn't it? Because all these games that we're going to yeah. feature for Saturday, none of them might happen. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> well, it's great. It's grim dicks out there, isn't it? Grim, mate, isn't it? At the minute, yeah. I, I can actually yeah. say that it stopped raining for the first time today. I think so. Uh, so pictures, oh, pictures are going to be pretty wet, though, aren't they? They are, aren't they, mate? Yeah, good old volunteers, dicks, isn't it? This time of year, mate. Mm. Take your hat off to them, mate. Take her out of them. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah, Mosul, um, they're away on uh, Saturday. Bishop's Cleave. Um, who does Jordan Anir play for these days? Yeah, Jordy's at Malvern. No, Malvern, Dick, same, that's same right. league. Yeah, same league, mate. Yeah, he's yeah, played he's, for Bishop's uh, Cleave, though, isn't he? Has he? Hey, yes, yeah, had a couple. Of, well, was it eighteen months? I mean, season and a half. Right. I think of bishops, mate. Yeah, not a bad little setup, Dick. So, I, I have been up there once, mate. Is a is an astro pitch, mate. You know, three. What or bishops probably four, or Malvern? Yeah, bishops Cleve, mate. Right. Yeah, yeah, quite a nice little setup. Bit a bit sort of you know just well like a okay, you know like like two stands really, Diggs. You know, sort of on the sides of the pitch, mate. If you know what I mean, at each end. Mm. Sort of in line with the sort of penalty boxes, but yeah, not not a bad little setup there, Deeks. You know, as you'd expect at step four, mate. I suppose. So if it's uh, an all weather pitch, um, it's not got yeah. fences around it or anything, is it? You know, you haven't got a you haven't got a fence between the stand and the pitch, have you? A high fence? No, no, mate, no, no. It's a proper, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got you know, it's, it's well fenced off, obviously, all the way around, like mate. But but the, the fences are like you know behind the stands, if you know right. what I mean, mate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, best of luck to uh, Maisel. And in that case, with that pitch being uh, 3 or 4G or whatever it is, is these days, a very good chance of it being on. Yeah, I reckon, Deeks, yeah. I think Maisel will play weekend, mate, yeah. Right. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. 
Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football and you've got it. How many games will there be in the Western League? Oh, crikey, mate. <laughs> it's, it's all Cornish games, isn't it, Deeks, this weekend, mate? Bit of Cornish flavour, isn't there? Yeah, this weekend? that's right. Mm. Before we look at the games coming up, let's very quickly look at the games that have actually been played, and that was last Saturday. And, uh, well, yeah. top, top of the bill, got to go to Fal- Falmouth, isn't it? They're winning the FA Vars. Brilliant, Deeks. Yeah, I mean, you know... I said it. I just keep saying the same thing. I just can't speak highly enough of Westy, mate. You know what he's done for town and 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 the team. You know that young team he's put together again and unbelievable result. You know to play a team like Barnstable Diggs, who previously unbeaten as well. You know played them three times this month or or over the last month and you know come away from them undefeated Dick, you know beat them twice and you know had a draw up there in the league beat them up there in the Vaz and, and beat them at home in the league so you know I'm, you know unbelievable Dick. So you, what a result mate you know well done Westy and the boys mate fantastic yeah fantastic mate. Uh, and James Ward who we had on the we had on yeah. the podcast last week he scored the first goal yeah I thought that Dick, she could have put the podcast effect mate wouldn't it whoever comes on <laughs> That's a good game the following Saturday. So, you know, get on here, Deeks, isn't it? Get on <laughs> yeah, here, mate. That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll talk to you, mate. You, you rub a bit of magic on them, mate, you do. Right. Like a genie, mate. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, that's Farmer Town. They won 2-1 up there at Barnstable. They yeah. now meet Harpery College in the yeah. fourth round. And that's uh, in the... Early January, so a little bit of time yet before then. Um, yeah. other sure, so- Westy's already been on the phone, Diggs, hasn't he? Westy's already been on the phone to Ashley, mate, or Fortney. Yeah. I know it was last season, wasn't it? Yeah, although you say that, rapper, but it's a college or university side. So how many of those players yeah. are going to be there that were there when they played Mosul? I don't know. No, no, that's the thing, Diggs, isn't it? Whether they were like first-year students or, yeah, you're probably going to get half a team gone, aren't you? Probably. Well, yeah, it's that's a possibility, true. isn't it? That's right. So, uh, yeah, we yeah. shall have to wait on that one. But uh, I, no doubt they will speak. I'm, you know, I would imagine Westy's pretty thorough, isn't he? So he's probably already spoken to Jake. But um, um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Now Har- Harbury College, they actually beat a Western League side. They beat Clevedon two one. Um, yeah, which is quite a good achievement. Seeing Clevedon up until that stage hadn't lost uh, a league game. Uh, this season they have now though because they lost midweek to Shepton Mallet so uh, yeah bad few days for them Deeks wasn't it yeah Brixham they beat Downton 3-2 and Bridgewater United um, also go through so Western League actually didn't have a bad day did they three out of four so uh, um, yeah yeah, that that game at um, well Royal Wooten Bassett that Bridgewater won finished two all but then it went I think it was about 7-6 on penalties or something like that okay yeah, don't talk about penalties, eh, Diggs? <laughs> well, we I'll might, tell you what, we yeah. might do later. <laughs> yeah, I'm still gutted about that, mate. The, the more I think about it, because i got like a 45-minute drive to work, Dick. so I, I, I do a lot of daydreaming, mate, you know, and um, and I and I actually, I thought about that game Saturday, Dick's quite a bit that, you know, I had, had the pleasure of your company there, mate, at Polter and, and Andy and that, mate, nice afternoon, but, but I... 
I, I think St. Austin were are done by, mate, really. I mean, Why? I don't know what you think, dude, but, well, I, I mean, Immaculate, weren't they? First 35, 35, 40 minutes, you know, played brilliant. Immaculate, great goal from Courts, wasn't it, mate? Great finish mm-hmm. and really nice penalty from Slates and that, but keep it the wrong way. Pressure penalty, great penalty, and, and played really well. And then, obviously, they got that goal right on half-time, mate, didn't they? Which was, a you know, an injury time of half-time, wasn't it, Diggs? Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously changes the, the game a little bit. And then, to be fair to them, mate, they were a good side, Diggs, weren't they? And they and they were the sort of better side second half. But it's just the two goals, Diggs. They're like eating away at me, mate, a little bit. Like, cause, I mean, the, the equaliser, mate. I mean, Harry's gone up to catch the ball, mate. Maybe... In hindsight, he might think he should have punched it, but but there was four players like jumping into him, mate. I mean, he had two of his own defenders and two of their strikers, mate, all going up for that one ball, jumping into him. It's knocked him off balance, and you know the ball sort of come away from his grass, and they've they've knocked it into. So I reckon, mate. I reckon seven or eight refs out of ten would have give a foul for that mate mm. I don't know what you think mate don't you mate uh, yeah. you know they, they keep their over protected don't they as it is and I couldn't believe it when he give it to be honest I, I thought yeah, that's a foul on the keeper you know uh, Ari had like four blokes like sort of you know like mm. do- jumping into him really so I think that was unlucky Diggs and then sorry mate I'm ranting on a bit here but, but <laughs> and, and the penalty Diggs the pe- I mean the ref didn't have too bad again because they're was some meaty old challenges, weren't there, Deeks, in there? You know, proper old Vaz toy, wasn't it, mate? That we love. But but the, but the penalty as well, Deeks, are the one that put them 3-2 up. I mean, you know, is that ref 100% sure, mate, that's a penalty from where he was, you know, just outside the air? He was about 25 yards from goal. The, the, the foul was, like, on the edge of the six-yard box. To me, mate, that was two players... Like both, you know, the strikers trying to get on the end of it, the defenders trying to get back to cut him off. His two players got into a tangle at pace, you know, which made it look worse, you know, it was at pace. But they've got into it, they, t- they got a tangle of legs. And I mean, to be fair, I would have done the same things probably. But but the strikers, you know, he's took that opportunity to throw himself on the floor, and he, mate. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got sort of got in front of the defender and threw himself on the floor. You know, unless you're. As a ref, Diggs, unless you're 100% sure it's a penalty, I don't think you should give it. You know, in a, in a fast game like that, mate, two all, you know, with 20 minutes to go. Well, in any game, come to that, mm, Diggs. You know, any game, if, if you're right. ref, yeah, exactly, mate. And, you know, you, you've got to be 100%, you know, as a, you know, I'm not a referee, so I mean, we've passed our course, Diggs, but, <laughs> but we're not referees. But, yeah. but you know, so I don't, I don't want to harp on too much but I think Sonosta really are done by Diggs on, on both decisions mate I, I can't see how he would have been 100% confident that was a penalty Diggs I, I don't know what you think mate but I think both decisions went badly against Sonosta mate you know I, I feel for him mate to be yeah, honest yeah that's right and I have to say I haven't seen him ref for quite a while so whether he's um, a little bit more up the line now or not I don't know but but I thought yeah. he got a couple of the sort of big decisions throughout the pitch wrong as such. Um, exactly, yeah. Or, or didn't yeah. give, um, not perhaps yeah. wrong, but he just didn't give the free kick or or gave it the other way even. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's right, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd say. He had a good game, didn't he? Fair play. He had a goodish game, yeah. but he got the big decisions wrong, didn't he? Yeah. Now, yeah. The, the penalty shootout, and of course, we're talking about St. Austell against Highworth here. The penalty shootout, yeah. should it have been at that bottom end? 
Well, I thought it'd be at the other end, to be honest. I, I, you know, I, I don't know, mate. You know, but I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know because presumably there's yeah. a toss of the coin for choice of ends, isn't there? And who goes first? Yeah, you know, there is. Actually. I'd like to know who yeah. chose that end. Yeah, because I, 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 for me, these I always think the main goal, that sort of home goal at Sunostal's the other end, mate. Don't you? Mm. I always. I always think because that has been like the own goal, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, mate. I'd, but yeah, I mean, crikey, mate, I, I would have been a tramp digs last weekend because I would have bet me mortgage on eight <laughs> brokes and heads, mate. When you three blokes, <laughs> you know, I think you and Phil's already mentioned, you know, in, in yeah. your, in your, yeah, but you know, you'd have put your, you'd put your life on those three guys, mate, wouldn't you? Experienced and great players, and I mean, a bit, bit more difficult for Slates, mate, because he's already took a penalty in the game, and mm. he so that, you know, you, well, you've, you've so done you've the same to, thing. You've got to you, make mate. the keeper save it at least, haven't you? Yeah, that, that's that's it, mate. Yeah, that's it. But I used to say that to Jack, mate. If you miss the target, you know, Jack and Ben, I said, you know, it's criminal, isn't it, mate, to miss the target, isn't it, from yeah. twelve? It, you got to, you got to. If the keeper makes a dice full stretch and tips it round the post, or you know, not much you can do about that, Diggs, is there? But to to not make him work for it is, mm. yeah, it, it always like leaves a bit of a sour taste in your mouth, doesn't it? The ones I've missed, you know, I missed yeah. a couple targets, and yeah. Uh, and we've given Kev McCallion a bit of stick um, this season and last season about his penalty at St Blasey, haven't we? But I, I think one of those on Saturday was at least as as bad as Kev's, don't you? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I think he said, mate. Did, did, I think one of them cleared the fence, mate. Didn't nearly, he? The nearly, couple. yeah, yeah. Nearly, right. yeah. And that's no, a high know, fence, isn't it? <laughs> it is an high fence, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, ju- I just, yeah, I just couldn't believe what we was watching, really, mate. But you know, ninety odd minutes, mate, on a on a sort of you know, you know, heavy. Well, I thought the pitch held up quite well, actually, Diggs, didn't you? But yeah. sort of heavy pitch. But yeah, I don't know, mate. You know, it's it's a lottery, Diggs. To me, mate, it, I think it's still an absolute joke. There's no extra time in the vast Diggs. You know, you got like Highworth, what they Wiltshire, mate. So you know what. What's that? Five hundred mile, mate. Four hundred mile round trip to Sunostal, and you know, they, you know, you've seen a great game. I mean, Slate, you know, fantastic header, mate. Want it to to mm. get the teams, you know, to, to you know, to be fair, mate. If it weren't for Slate's header, it wouldn't have gone to pens anyway, would it? But you know, to, fair play to Slate's, mate. I mean, Remind me of Drogba's goal, mate, when Chelsea won the Champions League at Bayern <laughs> Munich, mate. Do you remember that header, Diggs, when Chelsea won the Champions League? A few, mm. it, they they played Bayern, didn't they, in their own stadium, and Drogba had that. Uh, you know, it's like a corner. He's sort of coming away from goal and flipped it into the top corner. But I know Slate's in nothing like Drogba, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Different type of players. Two like, extremes, but, I think, but, to be honest. Yeah, it's really talking cheese, mate. Isn't it? talking, <laughs> you know, Slate's is by far a better technician, oh, mate. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, just a bit gutted about that already. So, yeah, just really gutted for some. I just, yeah, no extra time in a, in a national competition like the Vastics. It's just, just a bit bewildered by that, mate, and you? Mm. Bewildered, mate. Yeah. But, well, you know, you and Phil Hiscotts can talk about that all day long because uh, he yeah. feels strongly about it as well. So, but it is, yeah, yeah, yeah all that travelling and then... Uh, um, yeah, you know, joke. not to have 30 minutes, joke. yeah, it's a joke, so all right, yeah, so yeah, yeah that's FA Vaz. So, yes, yeah, still going down there on a penalty shootout at home to Highworth. Highworth a step higher than uh, Sinorstal, so the yeah. Sinorstal can take a lot of um, 
a lot of, uh, you know, uh, good thoughts about positive. the game out of it. So yeah. positive thoughts. That's right. That's definitely the great first half, mate, wasn't they? Sonal's still brilliant, wasn't mm. they? First half, yeah. brilliant. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. Meanwhile, in the Western League itself, um, well, not too much going on last Saturday. Uh, Millbrook and Torpoint both had their games postponed because of the weather. Um, so just a one match, St. Blasey 3, Nailsea and Tickenham yeah. 2, which uh, sounds uh, a bit of a humdinger, doesn't it? And a late winner, 87th minute from George yeah. Newton, um, getting the three points there for St. Blasey. Brilliant, Deeks. That's the best time to score, mate, isn't it? That's the best time to score. Good. Well done to me, old mate Sweeter, you know, and, and others, mate, you know, Terry Huddy, mate, for, for getting the game on, Deeks, isn't it? Mm. You know, it was it was pretty wet at Blazy, I think, mate. So, yeah, done well to get it on. Yeah. Kicked I, off I, half hour late, didn't it, mate, I think. Didn't it? Yeah, I'm not quite sure why that was in the sense they were hoping, presumably, that it would help the pitch, that extra half hour, but... Um, um, but yeah. they'll need more than half an hour this week, I think. Have you seen any any photos on Twitter of the pitch at the moment at Blaze Park? No, no. Sweeter did send me a couple earlier in the week. Dick is, is a bit is Looks a bit cut, up, mate. Little, uh, well, wet water on the pitch. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyone going to that game? Uh, St Blaze against Falmouth on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, make sure you know it's on before you start out uh, on the road. Um, yeah, so good win there, St. Blasey. Uh, this week in the league, well, as you said, we've got two all-Cornish affairs, haven't we? Um, uh, that's yeah. Salt Ash against Millbrook and St. Blasey, as we just touched on. They played Falmouth. Who's top of the league at the moment? Elston, Dick. Elston, top of the league, mate. It's right. looking good. Looking, looking good, mate. Okay, well, let's, uh, f- let's, shall we have a talk with someone from Helston? Yes, let's, mate, let's. <laughs> Let's get a goal scorer on, shall we, in the Western League this uh, season? And for the podcast this week, it's uh, welcome back, Ricky Shepherd. All right, Dave. It's always always a pleasure to um to, to speak with you. <laughs> all right, all right. You don't need to carry on that on that vein too much, Ricky. <laughs> but um, the the check is in the post. All right for Christmas. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, Helston, top of the table after fifteen games, Ricky. And uh, so, how would you assess the season so far for Helston? I think, um, yeah, I think when you when you look at it, we're we're top of the league. Um, we're still in the senior cup. We're still in the Les Phillips. Obviously, went out of the Vars, which was really frustrating for us. Um, I won't say we've played like brilliantly, um, but I guess that's a sign of a good side. Yeah, you know, if you sat at the top of the table without having really hit hit like the top of your game yet. So I think, yeah, I think we we have to be be happy with where we are at the minute. So there's more, or there's better to come. Do you reckon from Helston? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. I say I probably pick out two two games this year when we where we come off and thought, yeah, we've played we've played really well there, um, and that was the five one against Bridgewater, and um, the five nil against Blaze the other day, um, where we've yeah we've 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 played really well. I mean, there's been there has been other games where we've, we've played we've played well, but those those two really stand out for me. Um, where we've sort of yeah been really on top and looked looked a really good side. 
Well, that's good. That one of those games was your last game, so you're you're yeah. on a good run of form then at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned that um, that FA Vars game going out to uh, Long Levens. That must have been a, a big disappointment, though, mustn't it? Because let's be fair: if you get promoted, you can't win the Vars next season because you're not allowed in it. So yeah. it yeah. was do no. or die this season, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, it was. Um, it was one that. Like the club and me personally wanted to have a real, real good running because it's a yeah, it's a great competition um, at Millbrook. When I can't remember what, what year it was, but we got we got to the fourth round, I think. Oh, yeah. We played up in um, in US US Portsmouth, and I think it was around the time where COVID was getting quite quite serious because I think we finished the game and um, yeah, we 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 finished the game and they they had gone into like the highest tier. So um, oh dear. So yeah, but yeah, that was a that was a brilliant a brilliant little run, and um, I, we, I was hoping could replicate something similar. But for whatever reason, it's just not not worked for us. Mm. Oh well, um, fifteen goals for you, I reckon um, this season. But I hate to say it, Ricky, but you're on a bit of a drought in the league, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for reminding me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I got off to a flyer, to be honest. Um, yeah, I started the season really well, scoring. I think I scored every every game for a, a run of four or five games, a couple hat tricks, and then um, to be fair, I went away on a on a stag do mid season, and um, uh. <laughs> so I, I come back and obviously Matty's Matty's principles are like if you if you're um, away, you're, you're on the on the bench the next game, so that's that's fine. I understand that. That's absolutely not a problem. But um, but yeah, I think there was a we had a cup game after that, so I was, I, I think I started and come off and. So I think I didn't help myself by um by by going away mid season. <laughs> okay. Did you have a good time though? Yeah, I, yeah, brilliant time. <laughs> what I remember. <laughs> right. Now, Saturday, it's your first away game in the league for ages, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy how the how the fixtures how the fixtures work. Um it's it's obviously good at the time when you're when you're playing at home every week, but we're probably gonna have a I haven't looked at the um fixtures to be honest next year, but it's there's no doubt we're going to have a month of like Bristol teams yeah. or something stupid like that. It's yeah. just not easy for the clubs. Like obviously financially, the coaches, they're not expensive and they're not, sorry, not expensive, not cheap. So it's, it's a lot for the clubs to, to fork out for like months when there's like real, like not many home games. So yeah, I don't know why they do it like they do, but hey. Mm. Can't do much about it, I'm afraid. No, yeah, exactly. Right. Now, Saturday, Ilfracum away. Um, it's Thursday. It's raining. Um, I've not been to Ilfracombe before and I'm actually up there Saturday commentating for you guys um, you? yeah but tell me is the game what's the ground like is it does it hold the water am I likely to be up there or is it going to be well, rained off if it goes by anything last year we'll probably get up there it'll be raining the whole way and then when we get uh, the telesis off so oh no don't <laughs> say that <laughs> if that happens again I'll never go there ever again <laughs> you can put that on record right but what sort of a ground is it um, so it's like, have you, I'm even guessing you've never been there then? No, no, no. So it's like, well, you're right down by the seaside. So it's always blowing a, blowing a hooli. Um, a bit like Helston to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've played there a few times and it's, it's not too, it's not too bad. Um, we played there, obviously the, when we went back up there to play the fixture last year, it wasn't, wasn't too bad, but, um, but yeah, I don't, obviously we're, we're down this end of the county. So I'm not sure what. What the weather's been like up there, but I think I think it's been rain all over, isn't there? So I'm sure it'll be um, wet. You'll have to bring your coat, that's for sure. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Right, okay. Well, the main thing is, Ricky, 
How many goals are you going to get Saturday? Because, you know, I think when you played them at home this season, you got a hat-trick, didn't you? Yeah, I think I come off the bench actually, uh, second half and scored that trick. So um, oh. I don't know. Just, just we, we start with one day, then we we'll go from there. As you, <laughs> as you said, I've been on a bit of a barren spell. So yeah, if I can score one, that'll that'll be a good starting point. <laughs> right. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Ricky. And well, fingers crossed that I might actually watch you play on Saturday. Yeah, hopefully, Dave. Thought he was a bit harsh on, on Ricky Deke, saying he's on a drought, mate. No striker. <laughs> well, yeah, he says it's scored since early October. <laughs> No striker likes to hear that, mate. I'm, but, I'm uh, hoping it. I'm hoping because I'm going to be there on Saturday. All be well. I'm hoping it'll g him on, get some goals, get something to commentate about. That's, that's true, mate. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like your, I like your plane of thought there, mate. That's true. Rev him up, mate. Rev Ricky <laughs> yeah, up. That's right. No, he's having another good season, mate. Any Ricky in front of goal, mate. You know, maybe not all in the league, but 15 still on course for. Ah, still on course for 35 40, I reckon. Ricky, mate, in, in a possible championship winning team, digs in mm. it. So I think there's plenty, plenty more important goals for, for him to score. Well, him and Dammers, mate, you know, to score before the end of the season, mate, in there for Elston. Yeah, I think that's right. Be interested to see how they get on. And as he also said, they're still in the Senior Cup, still in the Les Phillips Cup. So uh, yeah, a, a yeah, bit yeah, of silverware all around the place. Yeah, yeah, got to improve on that double from last season, mate, haven't they? Koozie's on for a treble still. <laughs> <laughs> right. still uh, and I like the fact that uh, Ricky didn't get straight back into the side after going on a stag night or a stag do. Yeah, <laughs> fair play, mate. Old school, mate. Uh, yeah, I know Trev. Trev used to be the same days if you. <laughs> yeah, anyone took an holiday in the season, digs. That was it for free games, mate. <laughs> They'd be clicking their heels. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah. old school. Yeah, uh, Helston on the road up there to Ilfracombe Town. Uh, and the one team we haven't mentioned from Cornwall in the Western League, Torpoint, they are at Street. Yeah, tough one, mate, isn't it? From the National League South through to the St. Piran League, this is the place to be. Step six football, shall we move on? Yeah, I love step six football, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's let's hear from your favourite secretary. Who's that, Trapper? Yeah, there's, there's a, as the song goes, mate, there's only one Phil Iscock, sticks. What a legend, mate. What a legend. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's hear what Phil's got to say this week. I bet I know what it's going to be about. Yeah. 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 How long is it going to take us, Phil, to mention the weather? Rain, rain, go away. Yeah, we mentioned it already. <laughs> right. Well, it could go away for a little while because we're going to talk about some football that was played last Saturday. Um, FA Vars, we're out. The Southwest Peninsula League yeah. are no longer in the West, in the FA Vars. No, it- disappointing. Disappointing on penalties as well, isn't it? And, and you know, it's one of my bugbears the last couple of years since yeah. they changed the rules about no extra time because, you know, yeah. they could have had extra time. But. They could have done because the pitch was fine. Everyone was geared up for another half an hour of exciting football and and that, that could well have you know there were a lot of goals in the last half hour of that game weren't there so they mm. assume an extra half hour there have been more goals but, yeah no. and well I mean obviously St Austell did well anyway to, to mm. pull it back at three all but the penalty shootout I, I've been trying to avoid it all week because I like the guys that I'm going to mention now but who would have thought that three penalties were going to be missed by Neil Slateford, Ollie Brokenshire, and Liam Eddy. I mean, it's incredible, Absolutely. incredible. It's, it's because you know they, they've their experience, the, the 
they, you just would have thought they're sort of late for service and things in the game, they would have been able to handle it quite easily. Um, hmm. Normally, you, you would think it's the sort of younger players that, that, that get caught up in, in the emotion and, and make a mistake. But, uh, yeah. And Slates has scored one during the game. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's penalties. It's a weird thing. I must admit, you know, you're only 12 yards away from the goal, but for some reason, there's, uh, a, there's a big sheet that comes down yeah. over the goal mouth. So. And it isn't unusual these days with penalty shootouts tend to be either, like you say, very, very one-sided because the team just can't score them and you don't get all, all your money's worth because yeah. it it's over early. Um but also fairly recently, we've had quite a few sort of record-breaking penalty attempts, haven't we, where they've gone on and on for ages. <laughs> uh, there, there was that FA Cup replay on TV about two years ago, uh, the, the sort of record, and, and um, I must say, a little, a little story. After the five initial kicks each, uh, bearing in mind that, was, that FA Cup had gone to extra time and then this penalty shootout, a very smart-looking policeman walked out to the centre circle and had a very abrupt word with the referee and walked off. <laughs> right. And uh, I, I did a bit of digging as to, to why that had happened. And the bottom line was the, the, it was the police in charge of the, the operation who was basically telling the referee, we can get on with it <laughs> because all his officers were going to be off duty and there would be nobody to man the, the crowd <laughs> management when the game was finished. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but in some ways, he's got a point because he's, they, they don't just, you know, it takes a, lot, a while to get these things done these days, doesn't it? Longer than it used to be, I'm sure. Yeah, I can never quite understand why it takes so long between the end of the game and the first mm. penalty being taken yeah. i mean it was the same saturday it's quite a yeah, yeah, quite a it, wait it in between it, just, it does they almost want to have another half-time interval before they, they do a penalty shootout rather than just get on with it mm. yeah. well anyway um yes uh the, those penalties well i mean one of them nearly went over the fence uh, beyond the goal it was so so high and wide so but, yeah uh, well it's a, it's a shame to exit the vase but good luck to falmer for certainly still involved so yeah. any other cornish interest yeah no that's it farmer I thought it was just Falmouth, yeah. 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 Uh, and up, up my end, I know Brixham are, are still carrying the flag as well, as they did last season. Yeah. So good luck to them as well. Yeah, that's right. So uh, that's uh, after, well, after the new year now is the next yeah. round. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, also last Saturday, got to say that the East took a bit of a battering with, with the weather again and postponements. Mm. Only... Well, two games sort of survived. I say two because there's only one result, Columpton beating Stoke Gabriel 2-1. But there was some bad news coming out of the Tynmouth-Dartmouth match, wasn't there? Yes, yes. Very disappointed. Dartmouth just uh, phoned me when they realised the game was going to be on at Tynmouth to say <laughs> that they only had nine players and they weren't playing. Rather annoyingly, they phoned me again in the week after. They are determined to carry on. That's the good news. In fact, you know, they were still talking to me this week about, you know, how to avoid relegation. And so well, one of the first things to do, obviously, is turn up to your fixtures. <laughs> um, yeah. And I did make the point that from a national PPG, and I don't know how many times we've mentioned that on the, the yeah. podcast the last few years, um, they were better off turning up with nine players at Timber on Saturday and losing because they'd still be on plus two points. Mm. By yeah. not turning up, they're now on minus one and will have presumably the worst point PPG in the country. Yeah, so they've got an uphill battle, really, haven't they, yes. to, to yeah. do anything about it now? So, yeah, I so mean, that, that was frustrating. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, who are Dartmouth, uh, Dartmouth supposed to be playing this week? Um, Oh, away to Honiton. So uh, yeah, I, I have my doubts that will be on. I think uh, 
Yeah, Hobson is normally quite a wet pitch anyway, so... Right, well, that might yeah. do Dartmouth a favour, I suppose, in yeah. another week to bolster up the players. Um, mm. so, yeah, it's not nice to see a minus one on any league table, yeah. to be honest. But I, I do know that, you know, and, you know, Dartmouth made the point to me that, you know, players, they had a squad on Thursday and then players drop out. And, and players do come up with some... And I, I know you've had managers on and say this before as well. <laughs> Some pretty pathetic excuses as to as to why you know their commitment isn't available for this Saturday. Mm. Um, Is that one side of the game that has um, sort of depressed you over the years? That players sort of aren't so committed as they used to be. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's not the, the be all and end all is for our generation, is it? You know, mm. we, we wouldn't dream of it in, in our day. If you know you were selected to play and you were a member of the team, you, you, you'd be there. Yeah, and, and certainly if you weren't there, there was a reason why you weren't there. Not not because you know your wife wanted to go Christmas shopping or something. Yeah, I think one of the best ones was was it Reg Hamley said to me that one of his players had to couldn't play because he was he had to go and walk his dog or something. Yes, so. I heard that one. Yeah, yeah, well, dog. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, um, moving yeah. on. Um, no, please. Yeah. Also, this. Well, sorry, I'm, I'm full of glum news today. I think uh, also this Saturday coming, we've already got a postponement, haven't we, in the east? Yes, don't go real Bobby Tracy. The boiler's packed up. Nice video of it. I, I still, I can You get, we talk about players there with lack of commitment. I get players telling me that oh, it's, you should make them play. They haven't got a team. Yeah. We'll have a cold shower when we get there. And oh, no. No, you won't. No, you won't. You'll moan like hell if you get there and there's no showers. Um, so, yeah. Again, you know, at least with that one. It's done in advance. People know what they're doing to make their plans, can't they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in reality, the weather we're, we're talking on Thursday morning and it's chucking it down everywhere. Um, Friday might give us a glimmer of hope, but uh, the forecast is some more rain in the early hours of Saturday morning. So it, it's only going to be you would you would expect. Um, the better draining pitches that will probably be on this weekend anyway. Yeah. And of course, during the week, League Cup, two League Cup games fell foul of the weather as well, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And I've put them both in the game for this coming week. That's uh, Elberton and <laughs> Timothy on Tuesday, Liscard against St. Austin on Wednesday. Actually, you, you, you jest, but the forecast after sort of Saturday, Sunday is better. There's a, there's a colder, but not, not freezing and drier spell coming. Oh, right. So, yeah, just a bit. Um, but I, you, you're in that sort of devil in the deep blue sea now. I've got probably one more week. Well, I've decided there is one more week to get them played next week. Uh, and then after that, you're into the, the sort of real Christmas period and, and other people having festive games already arranged. So if they don't get played next week, there'll then have to be a gap to the new year to get them played. Mm-hmm. So it, it, in my eyes, it was worth giving it one more try to go and get them out of the way. Okay. And and if they aren't played next week, what happens about the actual League Cup draw? Right. Well, the, the only thing I'd say is next week I've got three games scheduled, Elbert on Tuesday, Liscard on Wednesday. The plan will still be to do it at Liscard because that's what we promised. Um, but if you got to the situation that Liscard was off on Wednesday and the final scheduled one, Ivorybridge versus Axminster on Saturday was on, I might do it at Ivorybridge to get it out of the way before Christmas. Right. Okay. Right, and, and talking about Ivy Bridge, well, it's a disappointment there much. Um, who were they supposed to be playing last week? I've forgotten, but uh, it was a... Oh, okay. Was it O'Campton? O'Campton, yeah. Yeah, O'Campton. yeah that's a shame that game was off. But um, this... Well, you did go to a, a... Well, 
do we need to say it? You went to a high-scoring game, didn't you, last Saturday? I went to a high-scoring game in court. Actually, it was quite good. I had one, one or two people at Launceston said, oh, is it, we're the only game on? I said, no, if you listen to the <laughs> podcast, that was plan A with Launceston versus Bodmin. Did they not um, expect you to go to that high-table uh, game or what? No, no. It was um, sort of like they were thinking, well, what, what are you? You lost again, Phil. You know, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing here? But, um yeah, so six now. I felt a bit sorry for Bobby because it wasn't. Lawson were the better team. Now, don't get me wrong. There's no way that it, 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 they didn't deserve to win, but six nil did flatter them. Not least of all, I thought one of the goals was offside. <laughs> and I know the, I know the Bobby manager certainly thought that as well. <laughs> uh, and the Bodmin goalkeeper got injured conceding. I think the fifth goal, uh, and an outfield player uh, had to play in goal for the last sort of 20 minutes. Uh, and I think they'd used their subs as well. So that was 10 men, including an outfield player in goal. So they, they did, probably did well to keep it to six. Oh dear. Um, the interesting thing, and I, I don't know how often it happened, but it, I just, it was a little quirky is all the goal scorers. There were three different players all scored two. <laughs> so nobody scored one and nobody scored three. It's, <laughs> it's unusual to have two, two and two is the goal scorers. Yeah. Well, unusual to see Lance and score six goals, isn't it? Uh, I, I think I made the point to Lance and after the game that uh, I'm obviously welcome back because I've seen about a quarter of their goals that they scored this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, both sides, uh, I must admit, I haven't seen Lance in this season so far, but Bobmin, I was amazed by how young a side they looked mm. when I watched them. Indeed, indeed, and I think that's possibly that it's that youthfulness that that the heads did drop when things didn't go quite their way, and 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 that's why they they let in probably more than an experienced side would have. But um, because there was a sort of flurry of, of second half, it was only one nil at half time, mm. um, so there was a flurry of goals second half, uh, uh, and you know that is a problem with a young team, isn't it? Is it is it very often you know, they'll they'll sort of re- react negatively once sort of things are going going wrong for them. Yeah, heads drop slightly. So yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I say, on another day, to be fair, Bobbin weren't weren't as bad as six 0 they, they certainly had a couple of chances of their own. On another day, they they would have yeah. You know, it, it might have been a four-two. Right. Okay. It still would have been a lot of goals because you were. Oh, you well, were there, I was there. So, there yeah, always goals. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so this Saturday, where are we going to expect goals this Saturday? Where are you off to? Um, well, I'm not at I've got a lift. I had a, a, one of my referees observers is um, he's had a bit of a family issue, and and now he's sort of back in circulation. And he, he phoned me this week and said he fancied a trip into Cornwall uh, mm. and. Uh, yeah, did I? It was already where I needed to go that I hadn't been to this season, uh, and I looked at the home teams because obviously not every ground I hadn't been to necessarily at home. And I gave him three choices, and, and he said, "Well, you choose the three. <laughs> uh, and looking at the weather forecast, you may not be surprised to say, oh, "Well, uh, well, why don't we go to sticker? Ah. Why don't we go to sticker? Well, that's very interesting. Haven't been, haven't been there this season, and let's be honest, if it ain't on its sticker." <laughs> <laughs> You've had it. I've had it, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, uh, I, I suppose the other the, the other thing is if it's not on its sticker, you could look at driving on towards Wendron because they've got a pretty good record as well, haven't they? Funny, actually, the three that I mentioned were Camelford, Sticker and Wendron. Oh, right. uh, and we, we'd only gone for Sticker on the basis that, you know, look at the forecast, it's more more likely to be on. But, um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's good because we've actually got Richie Nancaro on the podcast this week. Yeah. The, and, of course, the Sticker Team of the Week. Uh, I don't think anybody saw that result coming on no. Saturday. No, that's uh, right. I thought, uh, here on Thursday morning, I just sent a quick email to the new key secretary saying, um, 
you're probably trying to forget about last Saturday's <laughs> result, but you're the only result sheet missing. Can you send it in? Please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I bet it's uh, quite interesting to see how quickly you get responses from sides that win on a Saturday and Absolutely. sides that lose on a Saturday. Absolutely. <laughs> Charlie Farley at Penzance, he's, he's a barometer of that one. <laughs> oh, I've got Charlie's email. They've won this way. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Right. Well, I think uh, that's pretty much it for this week, I think, Phil, isn't it? Have we touched yep. on everything? I think we have. I think yeah. we have. Uh, I did manage to get another four goals midweek. Went to Torquay against Weymouth, 3-1. Oh, yeah, cold at Torquay. Yeah. Um, what was the standard yeah. of football like? What's, the, well, what's that it, National League South? Two, isn't it? So, so it's the same as same as Truro, um, Truro playing in. Yeah. Uh, I must. Admit, I, I saw Yeovil versus Farnborough about a month ago, and I thought that was a much higher standard than Torquay Weymouth. In <laughs> I say Torquay's pitch didn't look good either. No. No, it, it, it looks very worn already. Right. Um, Good crowd or not? 1,600 for a cold Tuesday night. Mm, not um, bad. Interestingly, because at that level, they're able to, to say how many away fans, just 63 from Weymouth, which <laughs> I think is quite poor, really, because Weymouth to Torquay isn't... Not that far, is it? Not, not their longest journey, is it? No. I see um, there was... Uh, uh, well... A dispute in the numbers, but is either twenty-two or twelve Truro City supporters at the Maidstone game on Tuesday? Yeah, so yeah. uh, it's interesting. Both at Yeovil last month and at Torquay this month, that the both clubs, as sort of ex-football league clubs, have decided not to open the away end right. um, unless the away team is likely to bring, you know, a significant number. Mm. So Weymouth and, and equally Farnborough at Yeovil, but were basically just given a block in the seated stand and said, "Well, you know, that's that's where you are because we're not opening that all up for for you." Yeah, and that that's one of the issues with playing in these bigger stadiums, mm. isn't it? You, you yeah. know, it's it's like playing in a well funeral parlour, really, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, not- I mean, you can understand what. Yeah, why would Torquay open the refreshment kiosk, the stewarding, the turnstiles for the away end when there are just 63. And some of those 63 would have paid to sit down anyway, wouldn't they? They're, they're not as if those 63 would have stood on that terrace anyway. Mm, that's right. Okay. Well, let's put you on the spot. One final question yep. with the weather and the uh, chances of postponements. What, um, what are the chance of any games being on this Saturday? One to 10, 10 being a very good chance. Um, look, if the forecast doesn't change for rain in the early hours of Saturday morning, I think we'll be down to those with good draining pitches only. But Friday will, will, will help to dry it out. I think we'll be lucky to have a third of the games played. A third of the games played, right. Okay. And in the Devon, in the East Division, what's the best drainage pitch, would you say? <sighs> Newton Spurs tends to, to be very good. Axminster, and I'm just looking, both of them are away on Saturday. Yeah, I was going to say, can, can we have a home team, please? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the ones at home on Saturday. Uh, yeah, yeah. None oh. of them. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, OK. So you're going to have a busy Saturday morning anyway. So. Uh, Bridport at home on Saturday. I don't know if anybody saw, but they were on the news earlier. They're they were underwater, aren't they? Were, they were underwater, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, Right, yeah. well, on that cheerful note, thanks very much, Phil. <laughs> Speak <laughs> to you next week. week. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. You know, Phil, mate, another two games, another 10 goals, mate. He's a, he is the man for goal sticks, isn't he? He is the man. Do you <laughs> think... Match, wherever Phil goes, there's goal sticks. Yeah. Do, you, Go do you think he's living a, a, a second life on this and he really would have liked to have been a striker when he was uh, younger? 
Yeah, I, I reckon. Yeah, he'd have been a great striker with, with his strike rate, mate, wouldn't he, Phil? I know. I know he was a, a tough tackling defender, wouldn't he, mate? Loves to tackle, doesn't he, Phil? But, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's, oh, well, I wonder how many goals Phil's on now, mate. Oh, be interesting out you two, mate, to see who's. Uh, you've seen a few goals. I'm, a, I'm averaging season. just over four a game. Um, That's good, isn't it? Good average. Yeah, most of them come seem to come from the away side, though. For some reason, I'm, I've seen more oh, away yeah. seen more away wins than I have home wins by far. Yeah, yeah, you said that, mate. I, well, after Saturday, Deeks, I've seen thirty nine games, mate, and one hundred and thirty nine goals. Mm. So, n- not too bad. Not not as good as you, mate. But about three and a half, isn't it, mate? But I'm watching women's football now, Deeks, as well, aren't I? So. So I'm, I'm I'm mixing it up a bit, mate, aren't I? Mixing but, it up. Yeah, you probably haven't seen it yet, but don't mention Joey Barton. No, I know, mate. No, what a statement, mate. Oh, you have seen it. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I heard it on the radio, actually, Dix, oh, this right. morning. I had to, yeah, I had talk sport on, on on the drive home this morning, Dix, from nights. But, yeah, I couldn't believe it when they come out. He just, he loves a bit of controversy, mate, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we don't don't <laughs> want to go there, right? Now the rapper, yeah. how do you explain? You know, this is why we all love football, isn't it? How do you explain that result yeah. last Saturday? Sticker to Nuki one. I know, mate. I, I mean, yeah, that, that's why we love football. I think, think so. nobody, you know, nobody would have. Well, I'd be interesting to look at the predictions on the forum, Deeks, because <laughs> I reckon nobody would have said, you know, sticker. In fact, I think I went four-one Nuki. I think, mate, something like. That. I think most people would have said, you know, on that pitch, you know, would suit Nuki. Lovely pitch of sticker. You know, you would have played good football. You would have thought Nuki would have a pretty, you know, it'd be a pretty sort of convincing win, mate, wouldn't you? But, mm. but no, Deeks. No, mate. No, you know how wrong right. we were. Yeah, how wrong I, we were. I thought you were going to break into Frankie Howard there for a moment. You know, but... oh no, no, Mister. Oh no, no, sticker, no. <laughs> right. Well, let's hear from yeah. the sticker camp. And I spoke to Richie Nancaro earlier in the week. Now, Richie, do I call you interim manager or caretaker manager or manager? Uh you can call me what you want. Um, I, I suppose the actual, I, I'm the manager to the end of the season, I suppose, is the, for anyone that doesn't really understand those terminologies. So <laughs> right. I, I have 12 games in charge um, and, and and then we shall see what happens from there. Right. 12 games. What's that? 36 points. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be well up the table by then. Well, yeah. If we had it our way, we should have been well up the table anyway. But that, that, that's a uh, different, uh, yeah. different scenario. Different right. scenario. Uh, and for those that uh, may not be aware, uh, we're we're talking as you, you know, you being interim manager because obviously Steve Flack has has stepped down or or he's no longer manager at Sticker. Did it come as a surprise, or did you sort of have an inkling, or what? Um, I, I, and do you know what? I'm going to be totally honest with you. Uh, I, I spoke to Steve this morning um, and I've spoken to the club um, before this to make sure that I, I, I'm not being disrespectful in any sort of ways. We, we put it down to would Westy have got away with what we've got away with for a certain amount of time at Falmer? For the answer is probably no. Um, does Stickham want to move in a new direction? Yes, it does. Um, and does that mean that things have to change? The answer is yes, it does. Um, Steve Flack is, without a doubt, one of 
my like he's helped me through my kind of coaching development um so i've got a lot of aspirations for him and i'm quite quite like grateful for how he's like helped me um but what i will say and this is coming from steve he unfortunately got sent off at uh our first game down at mullion um now steve is in if you don't know a coaching role with Plymouth Argyle and the type of person that he is that affected him that he didn't want that kind of uh, back on him so it kind of drew him into a bit of a shell um, which he wasn't happy being there but um, ultimately the club made a decision to relinquish him um, they, they parted mutually but but it was the club's decision to to look for a new manager with me saying I don't want to do it full time it allows now the club to have four to five months of applicants come across which they are coming in and it allows the club to look to the future um as Alex Ferguson said no one's no one's bigger than the club (laughs) so you know um Steve Flack is is done marvelous throughout his time there small budget great project Looked after a club during COVID. He he's had some hard times himself, which he's stuck by, and he could have easily walked and said, "Look, I need time away," but he didn't. He persevered, um, and lots of managers wouldn't put up with, with losing every week, uh, but he did still stick it out. Um, but the club decided at a certain point that actually, do you know what? We want to move forward. We want to go forward. Sticker will be there when we're all dead and buried. Um, because of the sustainability of the way the club is run. And it, it was time. Um, and I'm not the answer. Yeah, I'm not the answer. But hopefully the next person to come along will be, if you know what I mean. So by the sounds of it, you've already hinted very strongly that you will do it for the rest of the season, but you're not interested in doing it full-time next season. Yeah, and that's a, that's a very good... For, for me, for you, so you know, that's a good question. Um my aim, I have two children. Uh, one is Jake Nancaro, who is 19, 100 Southwestern League claps, uh, caps, and he's 19 and played all of them for sticker. I have another son, which is called Travis. He is in Charlestown Bobcats. He is 15. Um, and, my, and I'm the coach of his team. My aim is to create the pathway that we have created for Charlestown youth to then be a part of sticker AFC. Uh, my aim in the next 18 months is to build an under-18s team um, that will support the sustainability of the club. Um, and I got this idea from talking to Phil Lafferty uh, last season, where he said that Trevor Mewton's biggest regret was not leaving a youth legacy at St Blasey. Mm-hmm. And Phil Lafferty has made that his kind of job to make sure that that is there. And I took steed of that. And when, do you know what, Sticker need that as well. Sticker need to stop being the feeding ground for St. Austell, St. Blasey, the other the other teams, um, and start creating their own pathway and their own kind of um, in-house lads where we're, where like the likes of Tregoric, Charlestown, Biscovay, they come to Sticker because there is an under-18s youth programme instead of them filtering into the under-18s teams of other clubs. Um, and, and that is my aim. My, my aim is to secure a pathway for youth into the Southwestern League as a, as a pyramid, if you know what I mean. Mm. So obviously you're going to be a busy man by the sounds of it. Well, so. <laughs> well uh, yeah, I, I mean, 
I've had a lot of uh, questions. I mean, what, I had one message. I don't know how they got my number, but it said, who the F are you? Oh. How, what, <laughs> what gives you the right to be in charge of sticker? And I was like, hey, huh. buddy, we can have a chat if you want. It's okay. <laughs> um, I'm a St. Austell boy. I live five minutes walk from St. Austell's ground. Um, I am the cousin to Daniel Nancaro, who <laughs> was the manager at St. Austell and player uh, at St. Austell. Um, I lived a very different life. At the age of 16, I went and joined the Marines. I then had a 24-year career where I've served all over the world, um, multiple tours of Afghanistan, Iraq, Northern Ireland, Africa. But I played a lot of military football. And military football, every single game is like Dobwalls versus Bude. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then you've got the even par that everyone's fit. Everyone's a little bit loose in their tackles. Everyone's got an alpha male ego. And I grew up in that type of world of actually football can be played well if it's played quite hard. Um, So I have brought that little bit to sticker, that little bit of put your gum shield in, roll your sleeves up, do your laces up tight. Let's go to war attitude. Um, and hopefully that it will rub off and it will, it will shine and, and that I will start creating boys that are no longer that they want to play for sticker instead of going, do you know, I could get an extra couple of quid at such and such. Actually, I enjoy it here. The facilities are good. A, B and C and, um, and they stay and we build a better team to, to move forward, you know, so it's all good. You mentioned earlier it's a small budget there at Sticker. I think we all know that. And, uh, but that is going to be one of the problems, isn't it? You, obviously, you want to keep as many of these youngsters as you can. They will be swayed by, unfortunately, the, the, the power of that um, of that word money at some stage unless you're careful. So is Sticker going to change their outlook? Are they going to... Uh, yeah bear that yes, in mind or what yeah yeah uh, 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 and again you are absolutely right because uh, i'm pretty sure that sheffield united turn around and go wouldn't it be lovely if we could afford harlan it wouldn't yeah. we, wouldn't it be lovely you know, you know so, so it doesn't matter what step of football you play in it, it, it's the same throughout the whole to the top isn't it um sustainability is a beautiful beautiful word um it is all we could go and increase our budget but we'd probably be bankrupt in three years mm. uh, and that's not sustainability that is not securing the club's future we we own our club we own our pitch we have no rent on it we we everything that we have comes into us is is it is it um there is talk um there is going to be in the future a uh, fundraising committee being put together. So at the moment at Sticker, the fundraising side is done. If someone's got an idea within the committee or or an outside person, they can just bring that to committee and it won't be turned down. No, no, no idea will be turned down. But in the near future, um, a, a fundraising committee will be kind of put together to go actually how do we generate a bit more money to stand toe to toe with the bigger town clubs that that have maybe an investment from a b or c Mm. um and that is something that you know and i've asked the club uh, with a bit of tongue in cheek to change like the one shop one club one pub uh motto of going actually change it to 
one club, one ethos, one club, one vision, something like that. Instead of hiding behind, we are a hamlet without side of St. Austell. Let, let, let's actually go, do you know what, let's go and stand as a as a little powerhouse and, and try and be there. But again, it comes with hard work. Mm-hmm. So it, real hard work. Yeah, that's right. Hard work, a, a, a good committee. And uh, that's something that, uh, you know, from the outside, I've always got the impression that there are, or there have been a very strong committee at Stickers. So uh, someone's going to have to ruffle some feathers perhaps, aren't they, before? <laughs> well, you're up, yeah. And, and do you know what? Um, Yes. Yes is the answer. Um, yeah, 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 it is. Uh, if I was to say no, I'd be a liar, wouldn't I? Um, um, I, I think it's it's all, and I don't mean to be age discriminating, but it, it's very well and good having 70-year-old men and ladies on the committee, but, but we don't live in that era anymore. Uh, um, I have said, can we be better on the pitch as well as we're as good off it? That's what we have. The, mm. the balance is quite out of sync, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and Steve reiterated that as well. You know, he, this isn't new talk. I'm not. I've not just made something up, and we've now got to write it down. This this has been talked for quite some years. Um, so, but sustainability and with that youth program, and then extra sponsorship. Um, you know, I mean, my mum goes to a bloody bingo night in True and Social Club or True and village hall there's 200 people there playing bingo <laughs> i'm like you what mum i said can we just do that at sticker yeah she was like doesn't take a lot of organizing young man all it takes <laughs> is a bit of organizing i was like bingo 200 people and when we don't even have that in match day <laughs> i was like 200 people <laughs> yeah get them in get them in so, that's it yeah. and 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 do you know what you know and if i have to go and put a silky shirt on and call out some numbers <laughs> um or or we play whoever's the dick of the game has to can do it as a bit of a forfeit and do old legs 11 or whatever um, then so be it, you know, so be it. Um, anybody's money's good money to, to the club, I suppose. Um, you know, we're in no power to start turning money away. No. So, so you know, but again, it comes with volunteering. It comes with people putting effort in. It comes with people doing it. Um, and there's lots of people up at Sticker that already do beyond, um, you know. I mean, our pitch had two games on it this weekend. First team played on it Saturday. And then the youth t- team played on it on Sunday. And do you know what? It, it didn't look. There was a few divots here and there. At seven o'clock in the morning, our groundsman's out there making sure they were put back in, you know, dedication um, from, from volunteers. So mustn't be our shond, should it? No, be. that's right. And you say about putting the effort in. Well, certainly it sounds as if uh, the players on the pitch did on Saturday. What a win that was. 2-1 at but- home to, to Newquay. I mean, no one saw that one coming, I don't think. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. But is that because people don't see us play? Um, it's like I said, like a few people went, oh, my God, you must have worked miracles. And I was like, well, not really. They were the same 11 that went out against Bude. Um, I, so what was the co- difference in same 11? There, there must yeah. have been some difference. What, what? There was, um, being a former Marine, so I'm retired now, I am all about ownership, um, integrity of your ownership. If you have the, let's say, bollocks to say something, 
then you're 50% the way there of actually doing it. Because the moment you say you're going to do something, then you kind of, you either have to go into a cave and live for the next 200 years, or you, you, you stand up and you go and do it. Um, I took ownership of the team in a way that they maybe have not had before. And for an example, instead of letting the captain sort out who was going to take corners, I instigated. I was like, you will take corners. When the ball goes back post, you two will clear. I took a lot of note of what Nuki did to us when we played them. Um, and humans are a creature of habit. They do the same thing over and over again. Einstein's rule of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. But it kind of flips in football because if you put the ball through six times for a forward, he will get a chance. So so I, I get the concept of it. Um, I knew the free threat players that I needed to make sure that they, they had a bad day at Burngallo Park. I knew I had to stop Cam Turner playing. So I played a number 10 to stop him playing. I knew that Louis Price, every time he got the ball, would cut in on his left foot and create something. So I made sure... Our left back was tight and just disrupted him and didn't take a um, take a foot away from him. I said, I don't care if he gets a shot away. I want it hard that he gets a shot away. Um, Shep, we kept him out wide. We kept him. He did have a chance. Um, and we just kind of went, do you know what? If we take these key players out, uh, all of a sudden the team will not kind of wet work in the good way it has been working mm. um so so that was a little bit of that and i just gave individuals one job one boy had one job um and he did that all game and i looked out at, i think 65 minutes after this lad did what i asked him to do and i looked at eight new key players huffing and puffing that he had just disrupted the whole flow of the game again um, but they had their hands on their knees, bent over, heads in the floor, management shouting at them. And I was like, this is music to my ears. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You know, if you want to come to Barangelo Park and think that you're the warden, you're, you're wrong. You know, we will lose. We know that. We will lose again. Have no bones about it. But we're going to make it very difficult for you now. We're going to make it difficult. Sticker are not going to be rolled over, you know, and taken for granted which i think was a little bit on saturday i think there was not enough respect given um to a group of players that have lost a lot of games that takes a huge amount of character losing games and still putting a shirt on on a saturday hmm. lots of players wouldn't put up with it no that's a lot right. of players a lot of players uh, and a lot of individuals in life will just quit they won't keep going when they consistently, consistently get beaten. I mean, Michael Jordan was dropped from his high school basketball team and he became the best basketball player in the world, you know, because he didn't give up. And I'm into growing boys that just put gum shields in and go, let's just keep going. You know, we had a set plan. If we went one nil down, everyone looked at each other, laughed, smiled and went, Let's go. We go again. Let's not give in. Let's just keep battling. Because in our game, goals will come. Um, so, you know, individual performances, is, I suppose, was the difference. Is everyone... And when you're 1-0 up, you've got something to play for. When you're 3-0 down half-time, you've got not a lot to play for. Mm. It's so, it, so, it, so there's amalgamation of things, if you know what I mean. Right. So it sounds as if you... you 
did do some prep and some homework. What about Saturday? You, you got doubles at your place. Um, yeah. Have you done your homework yet? Uh, I have. I have. Um, and I, when, I when do you relay that on to the players then? So, so we had a good training session last night. Um, I had two players out of the 20 players in the squad that weren't available. Um, and that was absolutely fine. One was working and one was at college and he had a college lecture a little bit late, um, in the evening, which I was absolutely fine with. Communication is key. Um, they, they communicate with me. They're not allowed to message me now. They have to ring me. Oh, right. um, I like that. Yeah. So they, I'm like, I don't get me wrong. I don't mind if it's a quick text to the message group saying I'm going to be 15 minutes late. I'm stuck in traffic. Mm. And, but if a player like, like one of my players said, Rich, he just rang me, said, Richie, uh, five minute phone call, mate. I, I'm not available on Saturday. I have a wedding. I did tell Steve and I was like, that's fine, mate. That's absolutely fine. There is more to life than football in some ways, you know? Um, I was like, yep, no problem, mate. I was like, you better come back stronger, fitter, faster, because <laughs> someone's going to play in your position at the weekend. And if he does well, then I have absolutely... And I don't care if it's my son. that I will drop my son tomorrow. I, I have absolutely no qualms about it. He had a big bollock in last night for not doing what he was asked to do. Um, and the team's seen that. They were like, yeah, no one's safe here. No one is safe. <laughs> You know, I've commanded some of the the hardest men in the world in some of the most dangerous places in the world. Um, I'm not going to get bent out of shape by a couple of midfielders that are throwing a tantrum. It's, (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean? I'd love to be a fly on the changing room wall when you get annoyed. (laughs) Oh, they've they've had some bollockings over the years. Uh, Because you are quite vocal on the touchline, aren't you? It's like Arteta says, I can handle losing... I love winning and I will accept drawing, but I despise a lack of energy and effort. I absolutely despise it. If I see someone walking, I'm like, get him off the pitch. I am not, I am not, or make him pay six quid so he can be a spectator. (laughs) I am not here to, and nobody, I am not watching Clive at the, at the, the groundsman be there at seven o'clock in the morning, making sure that pitch is beautiful. I am not watching Kevin put t-shirt, um, football shirts on coat hangers in their allotted spaces in the changing room. I am not watching people put effort into a team and someone not give me 100%. I mean, we have a rule that's called the 40% rule. When you are, I mean, I've done Ironman triathlons and I've had to find that within myself, that when you are, and your mind tells you you are done, you are 55, 45 to 55% left to give. Because your, your mind is telling you that you're not happy. Well, actually, if you tell your mind you're okay, do you know what? Actually, and smiling releases an endorphin that allows your body to go, I'm okay. I'm okay here. Um, injuries are a bit different, but um, mentality is, is, is key. Uh, I would rather lose 10-0 with 10 players than watch one person walk around a pitch. E- easy, easy as that. Interesting stuff. Well, I could I could listen to you all day, Richie, I have to admit, but unfortunately, t- <laughs> time is against us. Um, yep. For a man who I lined up yesterday and you were a little bit reluctant about perhaps coming on the podcast, it's been great. Thanks very much. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, thank you. Um Please come and see Sticker. 
that, and that's to every one of you and one of your listeners. All right, we might not be a top club, okay, in the big town clubs, but come and watch Sticker. Come up because I'm going to tell you now, and I hope that it comes out in ten years. I got boys in my team that you will speak about like you speak about Neil Slateford and Ollie Brokenshire. Those boys are in my team now, and they're the boys that we need to make sure are looked after, ring-fenced, and not allowed to become these prima donnas that think that they're better than they are when they're not as good as they should be. Um, and they're in that sticker team now. They, they play every week. You know, 19-year-olds with 100 caps at Southwestern League. Most of them are losses. That tells you a lot about individuals. So, but thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Um, I, I can assure you everyone who listens to this uh, uh, chat we've had will be watching Sticker's performance f- until the end of the season with great interest. Yeah, I mean, evidently we're going to lose games. I, I have no no, no problem with that, it's, but it's in the manner we do lose. That's, that's the difference is how do you lose gracefully but go, do you know what? I still held a very good account of how I done today. You know, I have no problem with a ball going in the back of the net if it was a good goal. Mm. I have a very big problem if four defenders stood there waiting for someone else to make a decision and then the ball just trickles into the bottom of the net. I have a problem then. Um, And it's like I say, I'll I'll own those goals. Um, However, the easy ones they have to own, Um, you know, so good. Right. Thanks very much, Richie. Thank you ever so much, Dave. Speak to you soon. That was a really enjoyable. Well, it, it was a it was a nice, honest interview. I think, thanks, wasn't it, from Richie there, mate? Yeah, you know, but- have to have to thank Richie for for talking to us, and uh, I really liked his attitude. You know, all you know, it, it, yeah, twenty three minutes, whatever it was, just flew by. Yeah, it was a good chat between you two guys. I, you know, he's like you can tell he's proper military, Dicks, couldn't you? A military man, I think. You know the the way he was talking, but but I think you know, like like. Well, I think Richie sort of mentioned it. I think everyone loves sticker digs, don't they? You know, super, super. You know, every player likes going there, mate, don't they? Superb pitch, great facilities, nice friendly club. You know, it's one of them away games you you, you like, in it, as a player and all, mate. But but it seems like Richie sort of wants to change that sort of mentality, mate, doesn't it, or that mindset for for sticker a bit. And you know, I think I think there's. I think they're sort of seen as a bottom three club digs that that are capable of pulling off. The odd good result, isn't they? Sticker, mate, really, isn't they? And, you know, like last Saturday, you know, I mean, what a result. So, so fair play to him, mate, really. You know, he sounds a pretty inspirational character, mate, doesn't he? You know, type of bloke you, you want to put a shirt on for and, and go out and sort of run your socks off. But, well, it sounds like you'll get a bollocking if you don't dig, doesn't it, to be fair? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you'd be scared. You'd be scared not to, mate, wouldn't you, really? Yeah. But... But um, yeah, but no, I don't think that hurts sometimes, Dick. You know, a bit of old school, you know, with today's youngsters, mate. Don't think it hurts. And and um, you know, I mean, to be fair, Dick, we never wanted to go in two 0 down at half time because you know, you know, Trev was going to go nuts, mate. So <laughs> it's not a bad, it's not a bad mindset for the players, really, Dick. Is it really? I still can't Good imagine luck. Trevor Mewton getting really annoyed though. Oh, mate, you know, for such a nice guy, mate, you know, off the field and, oh, gee, I seem to have gone mental, Diggs. Yeah. A few. We was 3-0 down, mate, up Appledore once, mate, at half time. I mean, luckily we got a free all out of it in the end, but, 
Well, it's Philpy's debut, mate. It, it, it was it was when it was when Dante left, mate, and um, I think there was a bit of controversy about it at the time. Deke, you know, obviously Dante, a great keeper in his own right, and and Trev, you know, Trev brought Philpy in, mate, you know, from Weybridge, mm. and uh, and we was three 0 down after twenty five minutes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we were like top mate and they were about 12 and like yeah it was uh, yeah Trev went yeah Trev went bananas up there I think that's the worst he threw a cup of tea mate and if Opie didn't move his head mate it, it would have it would have whacked him in the forehead mate oh, he would have he would, yeah, he would have had, thir- you know, th- whatever degree burns, mate, that you get from a hot cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, he kicked the table. He got it, mate, because it was freezing up there, Deeks. It was January. You know, I, was, I couldn't wait to have a nice cup of sugary tea, Deeks, and, and Trev kicked the table over, mate. <laughs> all the things. Yeah, it's like, and ended up having a little little bit of orange juice or something, mate, was left in, you know, one of the one of the jugs. But, yeah, I was dying for a nice cup of tea, but he, he kicked all them over. So, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fair play to him, mate. We probably deserved it. It, it had the desired effect, Deeks, on the day, you know. I, d- I don't know if it happens so much anymore, mate, do you, with these sort of... No. I don't know if you can do that to the young players of today, can you, Deeks? Like we sort of had, mm. you know, bit, you know, bit different in our day on it, really, I think. Mm. That's right. Okay, so yeah, yeah so <laughs> thanks, thanks to Richie there for talking to the podcast, and uh, well, we like I said, we'll watch how new how Sticker get on uh, for the rest of the season with interest, won't we? Mm, yeah, tough one Saturday, Dixon. It doubles at home. That'll be a good indicator, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's tough. right. Um, let, let's mention their scores from last week. Uh, that two-one victory against Newquay. Lewis Clapham and Dan O'Hara. Got the goals, so uh, um, there were a few goals around the place, weren't there? Lance and, uh, as Phil said, six nil winners against Bobmin. What about that doubles four Bude nil result, rapper? What what is yeah. that? Bude, funny old season yeah. isn't it, for them. It is, isn't it, mate? After they, you know, I, I think they probably overachieved the extent they last season. You know, coming into the league, and I think they took everyone sort of by surprise, really, mate. How well they did, didn't they? Bued really did. So, was it fifth in the end, mate? Was it? Yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you know probably more more of a realistic sort of, but. But no, you know, good to, I mean, they've obviously, you know, they come in the league, Diggs done well, established herself in the league, you know, at this level and got floodlights and all Diggs now, haven't they? You know, I think the grounds, are they having a stand as well? Did I hear Diggs having yeah, a stand? Yeah, Well, they've got to, yeah, haven't they, so, for the, the ground grading. That's true. That's true, mate, yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's still good for the club, mate. Maybe not so much on the pitch, but, but doubles, Diggs, I mean... So, you know, they, they sort of go under the radar a little bit, Diggs, but they're, you know, they're such a good team, mate, isn't they? You know, they, every, every, you know, they're top half, mate, aren't they? Every mm-hmm. season, top half, you know, you know, full respect for doubles, Diggs, you know, well, you're all, one of your old teams, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Sixth in the table at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, sixth, Diggs, yeah, they're always up around there, aren't they? Always, always, yeah. And Weybridge, Diggs, you know, they won the old River Camel Derby, mate, didn't they? 3 <laughs> 0. I thought it, it might be a bit closer than that, mate. Not the Camel Trail, Derby, mate. The the River Camel, Derby. Yeah. but 3-0, mate. Nice to see Lloyd. He score a couple of goals, thanks, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, shall um, we talk to him? Yes, yes, mate. Be good to good to hear from Lloydie, mate. How would you Great old... how would you describe Lloydie as a as a striker? I, I like Lloydie Diggs. I, I know. I, well, you're hardly going to say you hate him, are you? Come on. No, no. He's, yeah, he's a good. He's a good. He's a good lad as well, mate. You know, good. Good around the dressing room and everything, mate. You know, like 
like Jack used to say, like, you know, Lloyd is a sort of big character in the in the dressing room, you know, good bloke to have around as as a sort of, you know, teammate. But but on the pitch, Deeks, yeah, I've 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 always liked Lloyd. I, I, I don't know if he's everyone's cup of teammate, but but you know, I don't think he could knock his goal scoring record. And he works hard, Deeks. You know, you know, you know you get a shift out of Lloyd, mate. He'll he'll try and make it as uncomfortable as he can for any sort of defenders, mate, you know, he'll chase things down. He'll always give it 100%, mate. And, you know, you get a shift out of Lloydie, mate. And and when he's on foot, I mean, I watched last season, he, he sort of, Lloydie scores goals in, in like, um, he'll go like four or five game sticks with, with sort of nothing. And then he'll have sort of three games where he'll score like eight goals. Mm-hmm. I think he's done that a lot in his career. I remember watching him against Mullion last season, Diggs, and, and Lloydie scored four goals in the first 17 minutes mate and you, you just looked at him that day and you think everything he's going to touch is going to go in mate you know he, he just had that about him that day he's, he's one of them strikers mate so and then he got knocked out Diggs had to come <laughs> off poor old Lloydy mate he's got, he's got four goals mate first 17 I, I think you might have interviewed him after actually Diggs last season I don't know if you remember not, not after the game but a few days after no no not yeah. right after no, no, I think he was still in a bit of a daze I think mate watching second half but yeah no I like Lloydy Diggs yeah be, yeah be good to hear from him mate good to hear from him good result last week Lloydy yeah it was a nice one nice to get one over Camelford um, I think one of uh Part of part of Rowers' team talk was that um, uh, apart from the penalty loss against them in the FA Vars a couple of years ago, three four years ago actually now, um, he said he hasn't actually lost them in his management. So that was a big part of the team talk that was on Saturday. <laughs> uh, well, you came good for him then. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was nice. Um, I hadn't scored for a, for a few weeks. I mean, we had some games cancelled, but yeah, nice to score a couple and uh, but even better to get three points, especially against your local rivals. Yeah, a bit of a, what is it, the, the River Camel Derby, isn't it, we call it? Well, yeah, I think someone just probably made that up along the way, haven't they? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's nice because I, I think I think they're I think they're probably the closest team. Yeah, closer than Bodmin? Mm, yeah, toss up. Maybe maybe a little bit further than Bodmin, but yeah, um, quite a lot of the Camelford boys are from Wade Bridge and drink in Wade Bridge and you see them in the pubs and... It's 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 nice to just make sure that Waybridge is still still the better one of the two. <laughs> right, yeah, and um, and for yourself, two goals on the day. Um, do you set yourself a target for the season or not? Um, not really. Uh, no, just I just take it as it comes. Really, I like I've, I've probably said it to you before. I don't class myself as an out and out goal scorer. I think oh, I'm I'm a little bit different to that. So I just take it as it comes really and I enjoy getting the score sheet. I enjoy assisting pretty much as as, as same same enjoyment out of both of them really. So yeah, just like contributing as much as I possibly can to be honest. Ah right. So you take more what, as much um enjoyment out of setting other people up uh, yeah. as much as scoring yourself. Yeah, like if you get to the byline and whip one in and someone taps one in, that's 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 as much enjoyment out of it as as the person who's tapping it in, I feel. Good. Yeah. Rapper doesn't think like that, I don't. No, there and, and that's probably why I don't I don't score thirty goals a season because I'm quite happy to just lay it on a plate for someone who's in a better position and that's probably my unselfishness, which a is team player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. For Weybridge itself, it, it's been a bit of a stop start season really, hasn't it? 
Yeah, funny you should say that. I thought that I thought that might have come up. So uh, <laughs> I, I kind of. Well, what's the answer? <laughs> well, on Saturday we had a team a team night out, uh, our Christmas team night out, um, and basically we were tuning up against an hostel with 15 minutes to go Ooh. and lost three two, and then lost five on the bounce from there. And it was that was that was probably the worst feeling in a change room I'd ever been in. Um, and I've played a lot of games. So yeah, it was, that was a that was a really really tough one. Um, I don't think the group chat was well. I don't think anybody put anything in the group chat within that week. It was a really really tough one to swallow, really. And then I feel like it, ourselves, Tor Point might think differently, but I feel like we am at Tor Point and then lost one nil. Um, that was a massive kick in the teeth as well. Then we I can't remember if it was Penzance or Oak Camp. Penzance, Penzance, it Penzance, was. yeah, went down there and we were all over the place, shambles. Um, probably my worst performance in, in Peninsula League. Um, so I was one of the main culprits in that. But yeah, we're all over the place. I mean, that Oscar Massey's pretty good, but uh, yeah, we can we can lay a glove on them to be honest. And Fraser Kasman was definitely letting me know about that, <laughs> um, as you can probably imagine. Yeah, don't you just um, love that sort of player? <laughs> yeah, well, we get on for me and Fraser, but yeah, he was definitely letting me know that <laughs> we were absolutely nowhere near it. And then I think we lost to Oakhampton, and then I can't remember who we lost to after that. And yeah, we went five in a row. I think three of them were cup games, and we were out of everything and tough yeah. from there. But I think we're up, I think we've only lost one in our last eight, so. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how it's sort of gone like that. But yeah, but it, but it is a shame that you, you've said it yourself. You're out of all the cup, cup competitions. Let's be yeah. fair; you're not going to win the league. Um, yeah. So it's it makes it seem a long season, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But I think you find out different things about people in those situations: commitment, training, um, who turns up, attitudes of players on on game day. I know there's. I know we are. Well, yeah, we it's 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 a tough season, but you still got to keep going. It's all about self pride and personal pride and things like that. So, yeah, it's it's a hard one to take. But I'm not somebody who would just turn around and go, I can't be bothered with that. I would, I, I'm still wanting to win as much as I can and try and get potentially third if we can. That would be a, a, an improvement again on last season. Mm. Um, so that's kind of the aim, I suppose, really. Because you've got a. Well, it is a mixed squad as such, but you've got a lot of experience there at Weybridge, haven't you? Yeah, and I think that's yeah. From personally, it's, that's that's one of the hardest things, I suppose, is that we've got well, we've basically got young lads and then experienced lads. Yeah, there's probably um, no in between, is there? I think. <laughs> well, not that I can think of off the top of my head. You look at Jaff; he's about twenty-seven, although he sometimes looks younger and sometimes looks older I suppose but yeah he's, I think he's one of the mid-range but yeah I think we in a couple of those games we had an average age of probably lower than 20 in the back four right. um, you obviously had um, we got quite a lot of young lads and yeah they're all doing well and it's nice to kind of I would say I'm one of the more experienced people I'd put it, put it politely <laughs> uh, but yeah so I, I, I just hope that they can kind of look up to me and just take some positives, I suppose. And you mentioned Jaffa Rowe. Now, quite often we say on the podcast, there aren't that many strikers around the county at the moment, but Jaffa seems to be hitting the back of the net um, fairly regularly these you know, last few seasons, doesn't he? Yeah, always has really, isn't he? What sort of, how would you describe him as, as a striker? Out and out, number nine. 
Uh, I always say he's a bit of an old-fashioned centre forward, really, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. That's what I think. That's what I clouted out and out number nine, just yeah. uh, old-fashioned box to like out. It doesn't go outside the penalty area, but ball goes in the box, and he is he is just instinct just takes him to the place where the ball's going to go and that's just I think that's a natural thing and he's obviously he's obviously very good at it yeah. um, we were down Mullion last season and he was stood exactly next to me and it t- it told me that someone crossed the ball and I'm expecting like a perfect cross back post so I've peeled off the defender and he's just run towards the front post and someone's like shanked across in and he's just tapped it in at the front post and I was like that is why you score 35 goals a season and that is why I scored 12 <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Well yeah, summed up. But yeah. yeah, but I, I guess, you know, you, everyone's got their own little uh, um, thing that they do well. And, and that's yeah. one of the things Jaffa does well, isn't it? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bang them in. Now, this week, um, yeah. Saturday, you're at, well, all be well because the weather's a bit dodgy. But uh, Wendron, they're yeah. the sort of teams, if you want to finish at least third, they're the sort of teams you've got to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I. I put them at the top this season myself. Um, oh, I right. thought they were going. I thought they were going to win the league. Um, but well, it doesn't look like it after they got hammered six 0 by Liscard the other day. And I think Liscard are just on the, on a flyer, aren't they? They are just yeah, just tearing people apart. To be honest, and but yeah, Wendron, um I did speak to Charlie Young earlier in the week actually, and he told me that he's completely completely binned it off, which I was what? very surprised. Yeah, I was very surprised about that. Um, Oh, wonder why that is. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I think that's kind of up to him to mm. tell people. So I'm not going to kind of relay what he said to me. But yeah, I was very surprised at that. So, um, oh well, you're going to go down there and win then. Well, he always scores about four against us, so <laughs> I was quite happy about that to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're not complaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a good side down there, haven't they? They like they've just they just end up with people that. I don't know some some people some of the names that they come up with and you think oh god who's that and then you play against them and he's just they're just class mm. and but I think they coach well aren't they got a great setup down there nice pitch yeah. um, they always seem to have a nice style of football don't they so um, be an interesting battle I love I love playing at Wendron to be honest and I've already played down there for St Blazy this season so oh yeah an, another trip down there yeah I'd have forgotten your little flurry with St Blazy at the start of the season yeah was that sort of giving you the chance to play Western League, see if you were going to enjoy just, it or what? I just, I'm not getting any younger. So I just thought, right, getting the opportunity, give it a go. Um, and then uh, against Mauser in the FA Cup, I didn't get on the pitch. And I just thought to myself, if I'm in Bristol and that happens, I'm mm. not going to be especially pleased and I'm not getting any younger. So I need to be playing as much as possible. And, that was that was just a decision maker, really. So yeah, it might have been an off the cuff decision, but I, I I've made it and I'm happy with with my decision. Yeah. I just I've been at Lloyd Weybridge for a long time, and that's kind of that's that's my home, really. I suppose. Yeah, and I was looking through the the, the Weybridge results earlier today, and uh, saw that you um, you scored four against one of your old teams, didn't you? Sticker. No, that was Jaff. Oh, Jaffa, was it? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, yes, it was. Yes, it was, Jaffa. 12. But you did score, though. <laughs> you did score, didn't you? Yeah, I scored, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so you've been playing at, well, South, uh, Peninsula League level for quite a few years now, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, I think I we were, got promoted with Sticker in, I was 22, I think, maybe 23. So, yeah, 11 years. 
11 years, blimey. So you, you must have played a few old games in that time. Well, yeah, I, I've, I, Andy, Andy Old, the old old secretary at um, Wade Bridge, yeah. said I played 100 and I think I'm on something like 130 games for Wade Bridge now. So, yeah. I've, oh, crikey. Uh, Right. That's with that's with two COVID years as well. Yeah, and then but obviously, yeah. um, who else you play for? Sin Alstall, obviously. Yeah, I've got a few. Dave, how long do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I've done not that uh, many, surely. St. Austell, Houston, Newquay, St. Dennis, St. O- yeah, I've done St. Austell, and then I went back to Sticker and Wade Bridge. Right, and St. Lazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a, a few, but you you sort of tried to keep it to mid Cornwall, haven't you? More or less. Yeah, and I, I I mean I was at Sticker for eight years, and I was I've been at Weybridge for six. So those other clubs have kind of had potentially a, a full season, maybe. Mm. Um, sometimes you kind of make bad decisions, and you have to change them pretty quickly, don't you? So yeah, yeah a couple right. of those weren't my best. But you're still enjoying playing, by the sounds of it. I was having this conversation with Neil Slateford actually a few months ago and we were both of the opinion that we absolutely love football and I'll be playing until I physically cannot walk on a Sunday again. Um, so yeah, and I, on my days off, on my on my on our games off, I play for play for St Minver as well. And oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, met a few of the met a few of the St Minver boys in the pubs in Weybridge, and they're all quite, a lot of Weybridge lads. So um, get on well with them really and play for them. How many games? How many games have you played for them this season? For this season, I think it's only two because obviously always front loaded, aren't we? At the start of the season with mm. games, um, but last season we only had seven games at the end of last season between January and April, and I think I ended up playing something like twelve for some at the end of the year last year. Oh right, right, maybe what? ten. It's, it's handy to have a, a, a well when the fixtures go like that. It's handy to have someone else to be able to play for, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, not enough. I play cricket as well, so there's not a, there's not a Saturday in the in the in the year that go, go goes past without me playing cricket or or football. So um, I think my future wife is used to that now. So <laughs> never even a question of are you going to go and play for St Minver if Weybridge are off? She's saying where is St Minver if Weybridge are off? Ah, that's the sort of lady I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a good one. Right. Well, look, it's been great talking to you, Lloydie. Um, yeah. Best of luck uh, Saturday for, well, best of luck to actually get a game on, I think. Uh, that's yeah. the way it's looking at the moment, isn't it? What, yeah, um, what are the chances you playing, do you reckon? Oh, Wendron's a good, good place, isn't it? Yeah. But it has absolutely hammered it down for the last 24 hours, so... <laughs> Um, I would say it's probably 50-50, especially looking at St. Blazy's tweets at the moment because that's a quite, mm. quite good surface. To, well, they've had some drainage done, haven't they? So, yeah. so it'll be yeah. a case of Saturday morning, wake up and see what the weather's like and look, keep looking at the phone, I guess. Yeah, well, we got to go and pick up some wedding stuff from Houston anyway, so we'll be making the journey down with the A30 shut. So. Wedding stuff? Yeah, I'm getting married in May um, and we are picking up some stuff for our wedding in house on Saturday morning because Shards is back to being physio now. So, Oh, right. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're, yeah, we're going down to Houston anyway, whatever happens. Hey, that's going to be what? One Saturday or two Saturdays? You won't be able to either play football or cricket? Yeah, one Saturday it'll be in May, but um, it'll be a St. first team of St. Austell will be very short that day because often we'll be at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's a day to look forward to as yeah. as, as much as the, the the rest of the football season. So, I hope it all goes well for you. Thank you very much, Dave, and no doubt I'll see you again soon.
Yeah, thanks to Lloydie there. Um, one game we haven't mentioned, uh, or one result we haven't mentioned from the West uh, Peninsula Division last Saturday. Penzance 2, Callington 2. Um, well, youngster Mark Fichese scored a notice for Penzance. Um so, easy, mate. <laughs> yeah, uh, Henry Bunning, one of your mates, scored for Callington. Yeah. Both goals. So uh, the first ever winner, Diggs, of the of the the Mark Rapsy Golden Boot Award, Diggs, wasn't it? So yeah. Apparently, Henry, first ever winner. Good lad, mate. Good player. Yeah. Good player. So uh, that uh, that wraps up the Peninsula West for last Saturday. Um, uh, all being well, we have got Ashley Walters, the Penzance manager, on the podcast next week. Um, uh, well, yeah, I saw Anthony campaigning, Diggs, wasn't he? <laughs> Anthony was campaigning yeah. to get him on, wasn't he? I saw that. That's right. <laughs> but I would add that uh, I was, I sort of lined up, Ashley doesn't know this, but I got the number off Craig Nichols for Ashley, but uh, it was during the week that they lost 5-1 at Mullion, and I thought, no, he might not oh, want to talk to me after that one. So, nah. uh, no. So, nah. so, yeah, all be well. The, he will be on next uh, week, Penzance. Um, haven't got a game this Saturday, so that's probably why I didn't bother with this Saturday. So uh, the fixtures, the fixtures for this Saturday, just very quickly to tell yeah. you, there's two two fifteen games: Holsworthy against Liscard and Lanson against Mullion, and then the rest of them three o'clock: Sinorstal against Callington, Bobman home to Newquay, Bude against Dennis, uh, Camelford host Truro City Reserves. Uh, Sticker, as we mentioned, have got Dob Walls. And then uh, that game that uh, I spoke to Lordy about, Weybridge are at Wendron. That could be an interesting one, yeah. couldn't it? Match for the day, Diggs, I think, that one, isn't it? In, in, in the southwestern, mate, I think. Probably is, probably. isn't it, really? Looking at yeah. the list, yeah. I think so. When, yeah Wendron got to win it. it. Well, both sides. Of, well, no, Wendron got to win it. When uh, Weybridge would like to win it, but I don't think, uh, I, I don't think they're going to feature in the in the end of season title race, are they, Weybridge? Don't think so, no, Diggs. No, don't think so, mate. No, no it's looking good, isn't it, for for Liscard, Diggs? Well, well an Ulster, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> or Wendron? <laughs> well, yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah still a long way to go. It's over half a season left, don't we, mate? So, yeah, just yeah. about right. Plenty, plenty of football, isn't it? Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. Right, football in the women's game this week. Um, uh, just a handful of results. Um, St Allstall lost their league game uh, up at Frampton Rangers, whilst Liscard uh, came through 3-2 against Bishops Lydiard. A high-scoring game in the Western Division. Um, the uh, This is the uh, Southwest Regional League. Um, sticker, 10-1 winners at Biddeford, uh, whilst uh, it was a closer game at Saltash. They won 2-1 against Helston. In the Division 1 of the Women's Football League, the County Women's Football League, uh, Bobmin went to Bude and came away with a 4-1 win. That was the only game played because of um, games being postponed in that division. In Division 2, FXSU, top of the table, uh, they won 3-0 at Callington. Two other games, or three other games, postponed. Um, but one other game that did go ahead, Padstow 2, Ludgeron 2. 
And we've got the Padstow manager, Les Barlow, now on the podcast. Now it's time to catch up with someone involved in the ladies' game. And uh, thanks to Les Barlow of Padstow United Ladies for coming on this week's podcast. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Les. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, what do you do at Padstow? It sounds as if you do a lot of roles. Uh, (laughs) You know, what's your main role? My main role is club secretary and ladies first team manager. Um, but it's all started two and a half years ago when the men's team folded, um, which left us with two girls teams and that was it for the whole club. Bit of a shame actually, wasn't it? That the men's side um, packing up, was it just purely down to numbers or what? It was, it was down to numbers. A lot of, you know, a lot of the, um, Lads that were playing could play home matches, but because it's so were so seasonal, mm. um, they couldn't get to training, they couldn't get to away matches because they have to be back to work and of an evening and stuff like that. So it was that it was down to numbers. Mm. Um, we haven't got the biggest catchment area. We've got obviously we've got St. Merrin, Weybridge, St. Column, they're all, all close vicinity. Mm. Um, so it was it was a shame. Um, but the future's looking bright for us to bring it back one day. Right. Um, that, that, is, that is the club's aim. Good. Well, that's that's good to hear. In the meantime, obviously, uh, it's all systems go with the ladies' side by the sounds it, of it. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, so, yeah, our, our under-16 girls finished two seasons ago. And I thought, oh, they're, they're going to finish. I'll just concentrate now on the under-14 girls that were coming through, but um, the six of them decided they wanted to play ladies football. And it was a case of, Les, can we start a ladies team, please? <laughs> oh, just, <laughs> so, as, just as easy as that, eh? <laughs> well, that, and literally that's what it was in the May. Um, I contacted Mandy from the league the middle of May. And by the AGM, I think it was the first week of July, we'd, we'd had a team or we, we'd entered a team. Um, you know, my first training session, because the girls were under 16s, um, the first training session for the ladies, I gave them all the girls the time off because they were still doing their GCSEs and stuff. <laughs> right. um, so, but I only had three ladies turn up. Oh, dear. So I, I was, I was, it was panic stations to begin with. Um, but a couple, you know, we, we just rallied around and we, you know, we've got, I think we've got 32 ladies signed on to the club now. Um, not all of them have played games. They just some of them just train with us. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's going from strength to strength. And you finished sort of mid-table last season. Um, this season you're slightly lower than mid-table. But are, are things you know what's the difference between this season and last season? Would you say on so, the pitch? So uh, I think last last season we overachieved. If I'm if I'm honest, right? Um, we played. You know, finishing fifth um, with teams that have been established a lot longer than us below us, we 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 all said at the end of the season we did over, we did overachieve. We played, we didn't play with any fear or anything like that. Um, I have lost um, three players to university and motherhood, um, so that that was a big a big blow to us. And there were three players that were consistently there week in week out. Um, so our, our, our match day numbers dropped, have dropped slightly, um, to whereas we were getting 16 or I was turning, you know, taking it in terms of ladies playing, 
we're now looking at between 13 and 16 ladies that will play week in, week out. Um, and we, it's, I think it's, the weather's had a, a massive impact on our game. Mm. Um, we, I'd like to play football on the floor, but because it's been so wet, um, everywhere we've gone, it's been so wet. Um, it's just, it's you know, the ball's off, got to be off the ground a bit more. So we're just adapting to the conditions now. Um, and yeah, just changing things up slightly. You know, I'm, I'm quite blessed. I've got three goalkeepers in my team, <laughs> <laughs> which is, is unheard of in ladies football. Um, so my regular goalkeeper who's played for me since she was under 10, um, she's decided she not, likes to play left back now. So she's, she's come out and we've got another lady that's in goal, um, that's, that came from up country. She plays in goal for us now, D. Um, and I've got Emma, who's one of my strikers that played for Cornwall when she was at school back uh, 15 years ago. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite blessed in that in that department. But we, we've had a good couple of results recently. Um, went away to Biscovy with a bare 11 and only lost 1-0 in the last eight minutes they scored. So I was really pleased with that, with that um, game. Um, and last weekend, third in the league, um, Ludgeford, um, we drew 2-2 after being 2-1 down with about 20 minutes to go. So I think we've turned a little bit of a corner. I've got a couple coming back from injury in the next month or so as well. So, yeah, things are, things are looking good. Yeah, and looking at your goals um, stats, I mean, you, you played nine games in the league. You've uh, scored 17, but only conceded 14. So uh, defensive-wise... Um, Seems okay. You, perhaps you need to find some. Well, it's difficult finding goal scorers, isn't it? I, I guess from anywhere, men's and, it, and women's it, game. Yeah, and that you know, I think my, my defence is quite settled. Um, whether we play three at the back or whether we play four at the back, they know the nucleus of six or seven players we've got back there. Um, and having the goalkeeper settled now is a little bit better, but it is. It is, you know, one of our one of our players we lost was our one of our strikers from last season, so it's it's a shame, really. But it's it is what it is. We've got, you know, I've got Sadie, Emma, um, Isabel has just come into us from she lives over say Osterley Way, um, but between between the three of those that they're pushing now, um, and I I was surprisingly pleased on Sunday with the amount of chances we created on a pitch and it was our home pitch that was like a bog <laughs> if I'm if I'm perfectly honest. Um and the amount of chances we created I was I was happy with. Um I, I, I I'm really happy with what, what we're creating at the minute. Yeah I'm not surprised you described the pitch like that because uh... Uh, a lot of games were called off Sunday, weren't they? And I suppose you're a little bit fortunate you haven't got anyone playing on the pitch presumably on the Saturday, have you? No, no, no. So with um, Padstow Pitch, with, with the listeners that are out there, it used to run from top to bottom. Um, so it used to have quite a bit of a, a hill on it. Uh, with us now having eight youth teams, nine youth teams, I couldn't play all the games on the one pitch because we would have absolutely annihilated the pitch. So with the help of the Cornwall FA and the Football Foundation, um, we've been given a pitch grant. So we've now got two pitches um, 
up at Joy Park. So we're going from right to left instead of up and down. Oh, right. So the 11 aside pitch now is at the very top of the ground, um, which has got a little bit of a slope, but not as bad as when we used to play up and down. Um, and it seems, it seems to be working. Um, we've had to call one game off um, due to waterlogged pitch. But the only problem is, is, is getting a, getting our track dogs. We've got a new tractor as well. <laughs> getting our tractor on there to cut yeah. the grass. Um, so we've literally had we strimming it on Saturday morning after the frost um, thawed out. So yeah, it's it's, it's a nightmare at the minute. Right. But everybody's the same. What sort of committee strength have you got there than the, the club? So we've when the when the men's folded, obviously it was just me and a couple of others. Um, um, we've got. Uh, Ray, who's our chairman. I'm the secretary. I've got a youth secretary under me. She runs basically all the all the youth setup. We've got t- um, two treasurers, two welfare officers, um, and a couple of other key parents that, that help us out, um, as well as our one, two, three, six coaches. Right. Um, so yeah, so it, we're getting there. Um, obviously, volunteering does take a little bit of time of people. Um, we could do with more, like every club in Cornwall and yeah. everywhere could do with more, more. But I think the the actual um, general feeling around the town is the club's moving in the right direction, and everybody's willing to help, support. You know, we've we've had some real good offers. Um, you know, we we've got one of these um, new kitchens going in from Howden's, which is a game changer program from the Football Foundation. Uh-huh. Just in our little tea hut, and um, Rick Stein's business have given us uh, all the utensils and stuff, uh-huh. um, so we don't have to go out and buy any of that. So, so the, the town itself can see the benefits of what we're what we're trying to achieve up there now. Mm. Do you get many watching? Because you are a little bit out of, out of the town, aren't you? Yeah, we are a little bit out of town, but no, um, you know, oh, what do we have on Saturday or uh, Sunday? We had about there's about thirty up there Sunday in all that bad weather. Crikey. So that was, you know, that wasn't too bad. We we played Waybridge last year in one of the cups, um, and we had about 150 there watching that. Obviously, it's a local derby to make it a little bit more, yeah, um, spicy. Yes, yes, <laughs> but 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 to have you know to have 150 up there watching ladies football for the first season, we were over the moon. Mm. Now you mentioned to me uh, when we got in touch a week or so ago, you're 18 months into the project. So. What what is the eventual aim? What's you know where do you want to be in well eighteen months' time? So in eighteen, well, we overachieved last season. We know we overachieved. Um, this season, it's just to secure our place in the league. Um, next season, we'll be pushing to go um, to for promotion, so to go up into Division One. Um, and then after that, it would be looking at a new, a, a new nucleus of players coming through from our other youth uh, girls teams. Mm. So we've got our under 16s at the minute. So a lot of them are the year below. So they're going to have a year out of football, um, whereas they're not going to be able to, or they can play under 18s football, um, which is going to be a flexi league. But then we'll push them into the team as well. So we're, we're bringing new younger players into the team um to to freshen it up and then we don't know we we you know we had a four-year project um to see where what we could do with the ladies after four years 
and then you know you look at you look at your St. Austell's and um, your stickers of this world, and they're all doing absolutely fantastic for Cornwall football. Um, and we we'll go from there. Yeah, ladies football seems to be on a quite a good uh, high at the moment, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it it does. I was quite I was quite lucky. I went to the Euros finals two years ago. Right. Um, I gambled. Our Wildcats centre had chance to have tickets um, for any of the games, and I gambled. And I bought fifty tickets for the final. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> which was yeah, it was a it was a gamble, <laughs> um, but it was an experience. You know, that's you know our 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 girls that wanted the ladies team formed. They all came to the final. I think that's where they took their inspiration from. Right, was being being at Wembley, Wembley for that. Um, you know, and, and we've got some of our girls now go regularly up to Bristol to watch Bristol City play. Now they're in the um, Premier League for the ladies. Um, they went last week to watch what I think Man United and their Mary Earps mm. um, waving at, uh, waving at them and everything. So, you know, it, it's Cornwall f- football for ladies. Has taken right off. It's it's really good, but that starts from the youth leagues and what like um, Lee and Vicky put in place nearly ten years ago now, um, and it's just built built it up from there. Right. Well, let's bring you back down to earth. That you mentioned Wembley. I'm going to mention St Agnes Reserves because that's who you've yeah. got on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. St Agnes Reserves. So they're obviously they're a new team to the league because they only had one team last season. Um. I love playing it's love playing down at St. Agnes. They're so friendly um down there. We've got a match day squad. I think we've got fifteen or sixteen this week. So it's our last get last game before Christmas. Yeah, I noticed you've got a bit of a break then, haven't you? Yeah, we've got four we've got four weeks off. <laughs> oh, it was like having a close season, isn't it? You're gonna have yeah. to start training all over again. They're, yes, they they are actually talking about training during Christmas. So you don't sound so sure about that. <laughs> I'm quite, I'm quite happy to train during Christmas. Doesn't bother me in the slightest. Right. But they can all, they can all do because obviously with women's football, it's a bit different to men's football. You know, if the children's ill or anything like that, it's they want their mummy. They don't want daddy. Yeah. So, and as a coach, you've got to understand that as well. Um, that you know, you they could be playing at 10 o'clock in the morning, but by one o'clock in the afternoon, sorry, Les, I can't play. Oof, and right. you, you, you do have to under, understand that. And, you know, my age range, I've got from 16 year olds to 51 year old. 51? So 51. She's still playing, Becky. Yeah. 51. She is. Blimey. Yeah. And, you know, she's first at training every single week. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, but no, yeah, St. Agnes, always, it's always a good game with St. Agnes. Um, we had a good couple of games with them last season. We go down to their seven-a-side tournament in the summer. Um, we're both quite close in the league at the minute as well. Mm. So, it's you know, it's a big three-point game. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where we go. With the, with the performances we've had in the past two weeks, I think we could come away with a win before Christmas. Right. Okay. Well, we'll leave you on that high and that uh, prediction, and we will be looking out to see uh, if you're right or not. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks very much, Les, and keep up the good work. Cheers. Bye bye. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Good to hear from Les, mate, wasn't it? You know, woman side of things, mate. Good to see Jewelry Pork. 
being used, mm. and it's still getting used by the ladies. You know, after the men's team disbanded at Padstow, mate, uh, it's a nice little setup at Padstow. Did, you, you've been there, mate? You've been I, Padstow? I've been there. I haven't actually. I haven't played yeah. there, but I have been there. But um, yeah, right. it's a shame. yeah, well, it's, it's good. Good. Uh, obviously, it's changed around since I've I've been there. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I sort of popped, um, when was we in Padso, mate? A few months ago, mate, I just sort of drove by and just popped in the pit to have a look, Diggs, for a minute. And, yeah, it's a nice little set up there, Diggs. I, I mean, I've seen them play, actually, mate. They're a decent little footballing team, you know, as Les said, mate. You know, they, they're, they well, you know, it's good to see enthusiastic people like Les involved in it, mate. You know, managing and secretary or whatever he's doing. And, you know, in, woman, in women's football, I mean, people like him, they're the lifeblood of a club, aren't, aren't they? And, you know, and best of luck to him, mate, at Padstow. I mean, I mean, bit of a, you know, for me, Deeks, I mean, Eloise Deeks scored her first ever two goals up at Padstow, mate, <laughs> earlier in the season. So, so, you know, I always remember Jory Park, Deeks, Retrieve one 2 nil, mate, and she scored both goals, bless her, mate. So, first ever goals in women's football. So, yeah, it's a pitch here, I always remember, mate. But, but yeah, good to hear from the people in the women's game, Deeks, and it? it's certainly thriving, mate, isn't it? The women's football, isn't it? Yeah, at the minute. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, so every, you know, not every week, but every so often we will be hearing from people involved in the women's game. And so thanks to Les for coming on this week. Uh, uh, fixtures coming up. Um, and I think this is really the last round of matches before um, they sort of break up for Christmas and whatever. But uh, in the Premier Division of the uh, Southwest Regional Women's Football League, St. Austell, Ooh, they got a toughie there. They're at home to Bristol Rovers, top of the league, Bristol Rovers. So uh, um, it'll be interesting to see the result of that one. And then second place, Sherbourne, oh, that's where Liscard are playing. So uh, two tough games for the Cornish sides in that division. In the uh, Western division, uh, Helston host Biddeford. Um, from what I see on Twitter, Biddeford's first visit to uh, Callaway Park in the women's football, that is. The Cornwall Women's Football League Supplementary Cup, Charlestown are home to Callington. Lanner play Ludgeven. In Division 1 of the Cornwall Women's Football League, Bodmin are home to Penryn. Mouser against Bude. Blimey, that's a trip, isn't it? So uh, um, they've got to travel the whole of the county for that one. Um, and Saltash Borough play St Agnes. And then in Division 2, uh, St Agnes Reserves, as we said, host Padstow. Wendron play Troon and no doubt you know about this fixture rapo Redruth play FXSU top of the table no it's such a tough game that's going to be they're a really good side there mate they got they got three or four cracking footballers there I think so yeah tough game no pressure though. <laughs> I think I think they're the favourites to win it I think Dig. so well I think they played yeah. 5-1-5 at the moment haven't they so uh... yeah yeah, it's going to take a. I'll be surprised if they don't go through unbeaten, really, Dicks. You know, they're such a good teammate for that level. And FXSU, this is, they're from the Falmouth University, aren't they, or something? That's it, Dicks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could see that, mate. They're all like really fit girls, mate, when, um, when yeah, but we played down there, you know, the new Falmouth 3G, they play at Dicks, you know, the new, oh, yeah. the new one that. Yeah, yeah. Lovely setup there, mate. You know, up on the balcony, overlooking the pitch and that. But yeah, yeah, got some cracking players there, I think. So, so yeah, look forward to watching that one. Yeah, so FX, FXSU. So it's Falmouth something Students Union, is it? What's, yeah, what's the not X sure stand what, for? 
I, I don't know. I'd be lying if I said I knew Diggs. I, I'd be making it up, mate, if I if I told you. So I'll try and find out. I'll try I was going to say, if Sunday. anyone knows what the X stands for, yeah. um, please let us know, I think. F-X-S-U. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, excellent, excellent team, I would have thought, Dick. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, that's the women's scene. Uh, as I said, um, it, it looks as if that might sort of quieten down a little bit over the next few weeks, but uh, we'll continue as much as we can to keep you up to date with that. From the National League South through to the St. Piran League, this is the place to be. Meanwhile, Rapper's going to keep us up to date with the St. Piran League, I hope. Yes, mate, and it's still, well, surprisingly, mate, I mean, that lad Jack Frost, mate, he was pretty prominent, money last weekend. Good striker, <laughs> He had a big he weekend. Yeah. Yes, mate, yeah, he, he was responsible for a lot of games being called off, Dick, wasn't he, mm. old Jack Frost, yeah. last week, but... Yeah, I know Parramatta's pitch, mate. It was still like rock hard at about dinner time, mate. About twelve o'clock. It was, that, you know, still like sort of like the A thirty. It was Diggs. Only, only a bit more finished. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, why is it every week you got to have a dig at the roadworks that are being done? It's going to be a lovely, <laughs> fast bit of road once it's completed. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be pretty impressive once it's done, Diggs, wouldn't it? You know, look, I just hope I see it in me in me lifetime, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Is this taking yeah. over from Trungle? Have you moved on? Be, you... Mate, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was referees, then the Trungle Lane, and now it's the A30 thing, isn't it? <laughs> right. nah, nah. Come on, the Pyrenees. Come on. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, despite Jack Frost, mate, you know, he, he hit a few games hard, literally, Dick's um, last Saturday, mate. But but there's still plenty of action, mate. Um, and in the Tracy Banfield Cup, mate, Falmouth Town Reserves had a pretty impressive, convincing 5-1 win at Bickland Park over Callington Reserves, mate. Um, well, Vaz tied, mate. First team striker Ruben Wilson had a run out, mate. And he, and he filled his boots with that trick digs, <laughs> Ruben. So, yeah, so he made the, the sort of uh, being cup tied worthwhile. Um, well, Falmouth were up there at Barnesville getting that great result. But uh, actually, that, that's, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that's quite good as well, no. isn't it? Because Falmouth, I noticed uh, the first team obviously up at Barnesville and the Vars, they had, uh, well, I think the bench was pretty much made up of, of all but second teamers so it's good that it works both ways yeah. isn't it you know first team are going down into the reserves as well so um that's yeah like, exactly. that's how a club should be run almost isn't it that's it Dick. yeah that's what a club's all about mate isn't it? And, and you know it certainly is a is it is a club mate you know since westy's been there mate i mean he's yeah everyone's integrated mate and is a is a proper football club mate form of town there mate you know sometimes you get well even in my day really digs back then you know it was it was you know first team and second team were pretty separate entities really digs but yeah no mate you're, you're right he's, he's a proper football club these days mate and that's the way it should be mate isn't it youngsters given a chance and Mm. You know, first team players coming back for injury or cup tied like Ruben was, mate. Good chance to go and help the reserves, isn't it, mate? So, yep. yeah. Yeah, all good stuff, mate. Um, Alston Development Digs, they beat Salt Ashborough at Callaway Park, mate. Nat West uh, banking a brace there, Digs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Is mate. there a branch in Helston or not? Yeah, I don't think there is. No, I doubt it. I doubt you, it. You, you would know more about banks than me, I think, yeah. Dix, but yeah. 
I couldn't miss that opportunity, mate, could I? Nat West, bank in a brace, but sorry, mate. Um, but there were some success digs for the East. Um, Milbrook Reserves making that long old trip west, mate, to Pendine Rovers. That is hell of a trip, mate, isn't it? <laughs> and, um, yeah, they travelled back happy, though, digs, with a with a 3-2 win, mate. Um, down at Borlakes Park there, mate. Cameron Mahoney, Ben Dodds and Jay Hagen-Glassop. With the goals there, Diggs, for, mm. for Milbrook. Um, remember Mullion striker Diggs, Kevin Glassop. Do you remember that, mate? Yeah. Remember Kev? Yeah. Yeah. A name from the past, mate, isn't it? Glassop. Yeah. Oh, Kev goals, Diggs, didn't he? In the combo, I think, mate, wasn't it? A lot of, a lot of combo goals, didn't he? Kevin. Was that Glassop or Glasson? No, it's Glasson, mate, isn't it? It's Glasson. Glasson. Yeah, I just thought that, as, as we've seen it, mate, it's Glasson, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Not good. Wasn't so, there a goalkeeper called Glassop, though? That's right, mate. I th- that's it. That's it, Diggs. Goalkeeper. Is that, was it Ellis? Yeah, Ellis that's right. Ellis Glassup. Is that right, mate? Yeah, that sounds, yeah. That sounds better than Kevin Glassup. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget all that, mate. What I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm talking rubbish again, mate. I'm talking rubbish again, but yeah. But um, and two big win stakes in the in the Premier East, mate. St Morgan, our old friends there, mate. Five nil at home over. Well, pretty impressive, mate. Five nil at home over North Petherwin, mate. Uh, Brett Prentice, mate, with a couple there. And Gunners Lake, mate. They they did even better, mate. They thumped Lunson Reserves nine nil at home, mate. Yeah, nine nil. Jacob Hobson, Ryan Smale, and sub Daryl Panter, mate. All all notching twice, mate, for mm-hmm. for Gunny in that one. Um, in the West Lakes uh, Premier, mate, St. Day stayed firmly in top spot, bouncing back, you know, from their disappointment in the in the cup last week at St. Dominic, mate. They come back to win with a three nil win at uh, Mullion Reserves, mate. Sam Buckley, Chris Dobson, and a Kyle Marks penalty there. Diggs for for the Saints, uh, but result of the day, Diggs. I've got to say, mate, belong to St Just, mate. Um, don't know if you've seen that one, mate. They came away from Oxland Park with a superb six-three victory <laughs> over Luggan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember Luggan getting thumped at home like that in the league for a long time, Diggs. To be honest, at Oxland Park. Well, conceding six goals, I, I can't even remember it, Diggs, to be honest. so That's probably the most they've ever let in in a St. Piran League game, isn't it? Got to be, Diggs, isn't it? Yeah, got to be. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, Ab, uh, you know, I'm sure like Babo would, would tell us, mate. But yeah, I mean, well, he scored actually, he scored one of the goals, mate. But, but you know, Credits to the tinners, mate. Ashley Ellis, mate. He he scored twice, mate. Um, in that in that game, regular scorer. Uh, Hale v Port Levin. Well, I'm mentioning Hale first team, Diggs. I know, I? Sorry, <laughs> sorry Diggs. <laughs> hey, sorry, mate. Hale and Port Levin, mate. They drew. Well, they ended up all square, mate. Two all at Jurassic Park, mate. Um, and then in Division One East, Diggs gone to there, mate. St Newland East probably had the most impressive win. A uh, bit of a local derby game actually mate at St Colin Major for uh, St Newland East mate 6-0 Diggs they come away yeah and it's the London boys Diggs they, they reformed for the afternoon <laughs> no no it was uh, Ross and Owen mate the London boys Ross and Owen mate scored two two apiece mate in that game so four goals for the London boys there mate um, Camber and uh, Dan Woodgate mate with the, with the singles there mate 
Um, Lucas Mo just down the road, mate. Lucas Moses, 75th minute, only goal of the game. Saw Nuki Reserves beat two point thirds, mate, one nil at Mount Wise. Uh, St. Stephen, mate, they, they, they're doing all right. Dick's eight to, you know, nice improved facilities at the club as well, mate, going on at St. Stephen, mate. And they, they turned a 2 1 half time deficit into a 3-2 home win over Lou, mate. Uh, Joe Stone, Adam Solomon and sub-Miles Neville with the goals, mate. Boss Castle and Kilcampton drew 2-2, mate, up there in the, uh, you know, in, up at the top of the county there, Deeks. A bit, well, a bit, bit of a local dog, is it, mate? Boss Castle, Kilcampton? Not really local dog, uh, is it? But Not local derby, but, no. I, yeah, it's a North Cornwall yeah. crash, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they probably know all about each other, mate, don't they? But um, probably a name you'll recognise, Diggs, with both Boss Castle goals, mate. Josh Inslee, mate, oh, with both yeah. castles. Yeah, yeah, ex-Camelford, mate, and only Josh. So, mm. yeah, still scoring the goals, mate. Um, Division 1 West, uh, well, saw result of the day, really, at Mopus Park, Diggs, where, uh, well... One thing, mate, I was surprised the game went on. You know, Mulpers Park Deeks last, you know, yeah. must have been pretty frosty. Yeah, so well done to everyone down there for getting that on. And it, and it was worth it, mate, because host three milestone digs, they they turned over the league leaders, mate, true, uh, 2-0 with the experienced striker, mate, Matt McElroy, uh, with both goals, mate. So well done, Macca, and, uh, and three milestone there, mate. You know, mm. good, great result that. But and St. Oysticks, they took full advantage of uh, Troon's defeat, mate. Winning five-one at St. Agnes Reserves to go to the top of the table, mate. Sub Patrick Hart with a brace there, mate. Um, and Cold Road Sticks, they they kept their their sort of top form um, up, really, mate. They they've been in top form lately, mate. They went into second spot. I mean, Troon slipped to third with that defeat, Dick. So, Cold Road's up to second with a 3-0 local derby success at Porth Levin Reserves, mate. Um, Braden Danaher again, scoring two goals, mate. And Will Burgess with the other at Gala Park, mate. Uh, Ludgeman beat Campbell and School of Mines 4-1. And Hale Reserves, Dick. I did Hooray! mention him. I did mention him, yeah. Yeah, I have mentioned him. So, yeah. Sorry, Jason, for previous weeks, but but your team had a great result, mate. Um, well, I think, I think he knows it, that. Yeah, eight wins in a row, Diggs, apparently, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> eight wins in a row. I've done my homework, mate. I've done my... <laughs> um, yeah, no, well done to Ale Reserves, mate. A, a cracking 4-3 win, mate, at West Cornwall. Um, and, and that was despite, Diggs, uh, Roberta Sumnowska's hat-trick <laughs> for West Cornwall. <laughs> yeah. Poor old Roberta's mate had a hat trick for the host, mate, and still lost. God, that, that must be a real so, killer, mustn't it? It's getting a hat trick and being on the losing side. Yeah, oh yeah, I've done it a few times, Deeks. It's not nice, mate. It's a weird old feeling, really, mate, because you should be pleased, but you're not, if you know what I mean, Deeks. Yeah, Deeks. that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, mate. It's a weird feeling, but but um, but one, I've got to say, mate, I haven't got the AL reserve scores, mate, so. I'll get one back to Jason. Now get your team sheet in earlier, mate. And I could have, <laughs> <laughs> I could have mentioned the scores, mate. But but um, but yeah, Division uh, Two. Uh, East actually, shall, shall I do it for you, Rappo? Shall I do it for you? Yeah, are they there now, mate. Are they there now? They what? They were oh, there look, last you, night. You know so. why Jason's so keen on us mentioning Hale reserves? Because two of the two of the players are called Anguin. 
You got a Corey uh, Angwin right, and a Toby Angwin. They didn't score oh, though. Yeah, yeah. They didn't score. Yeah. Um, the goal scorers were Joe Gordon got two. Yeah. J- James, he's a bit flash, mate. Isn't he? He's a bit flash. <laughs> <laughs> we got no. This is your your uh, test. Can you can you yeah. drum up a joke on all of these names? So we've got Joe Gordon, who's Flash Gordon, obviously. James Stevens yeah. got another one. Oh, that's 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 an old Cornish name, mate. And it is is hard to take the Mickey out of that, mate, isn't it? James Stevens, right? James okay. Stevens, and oh, then the, the 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 uh, fourth. Oh, well, the the other goal scorer is Jordan Remington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I better leave that one. Son, I better leave that one. But, uh, he's got bit, yeah, he's got a bit of steel about him, that lad, mate, I think. Is that a close shave? Is that a close shave? Whether yeah, he got yeah, a goal it was or not? a close shave, yeah. Four or three, mate. It was a close shave, wasn't right, it? Right, <laughs> OK. So we've mentioned, I think we've mentioned Hale Reserves enough today, don't you? We probably have, mate. Yeah, gone from nothing, mate, to, <laughs> to a big slot, haven't they? Yeah, and don't forget, you people, get that draw in, get your name in, or yeah. nominate a name for the £250 cash that Hale reserves and uh, Paladin Southwest yeah. are giving out uh, in a draw taking place Saturday. So you've got to get on their page, uh, Facebook page pretty quick. Do it today. Do it yeah. straight away. If you're listening to you this after Saturday, you've it. had it. <laughs> so. Yeah, you've got to be in it to win it, Deeks, haven't you? That's right. you got That's to be right. in it. Yeah. <laughs> sort your Christmas out nice, that would, mate, oh, wouldn't yeah. it? 250. Blimey. Yeah, for someone, that would that'd be a nice little Christmas. But um, where would we do it? Oh, yeah, Division 2 East, Deeks. Um, well, mate, the Junior Cup holders, mate, Falmouth DC, they were, they were well and truly... Knocked out, mate. The, the holders are out. It's at home at Dracina Centre, mate. At the Dracina Centre, five nil digs against Mavagizzi. Bit of a thrashing, yeah. wasn't it? Really, it, it was really, mate. I think Penty played as well, Dick. So, Ooh. you know, I don't know if there's a few out or whatever, mate. Or Penty just fancied that game, mate, because he's still a fit bloke, isn't he? But, but yeah, five nil, mate. They they went out in style, you could say, Diggs. <laughs> yeah. they the wrong way, out. though. The wrong way. Yeah, that's it, mate. If you're going to go out, go out <laughs> in style. But, um, yeah, the prolific, mate. I don't know if you remember, we mentioned his name quite a bit last season. The prolific uh, Scott Daly, Diggs. He scored four of the goals. Four. 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 Yeah, good day for him, mate, at Tresina. So, uh, yeah. And in the league, Diggs, Goran, mate, Goran, St. Breward, St. Merrin, and Leaders, Penn Silver, mate, all scored three goals to win their respective matches, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and second place, Lanivet. Bit of a bizarre game there, Deeks, at the community centre or whatever their pitch is called, mate. Love, lovely little setup they got there. New, newish pitch at Lanivet, mate. They had a they had a bizarre eight five home win um, <laughs> over over Dogwell's reserve Deeks. Uh, Thirteen goals, mate. For anyone that went to watch that, they had their uh, entertainment. That's mate. their first um, league defeat, Dogwell's. Yeah, I was going to say they're a good side, Deeks Doubles. I watched them at the end of Eight last five. season, mate. Yeah, yeah, I can see how there was plenty of, you know, two free scoring teams, Deeks, isn't there? Mm. Could say, could say the strikers are better than the defenders on in that day, on yeah, that day, mate. That's right. <laughs> but, 
But uh, yeah, but yeah. So um, Corey Stewart Deeks with a hat trick uh, for the hosts um, in that one. Top scored in that match, mate, for the two teams. The hat trick. Um, Division Two West leaders, mate, New in Titans. They scrape through Deeks to the next round of the Cornwall Junior Cup, mate. With a, I think we said last week, mate, it'd be a pretty tough uh, game at St Just, mate, at Lafroda Port. There, Deeks never getting. Easy game down there, dear. Mm. And uh, New Titans, you know, we've we've had some tough old battles down there, Dix, haven't we, over the years. And New In Titans scrape through to the next round, Dix two one, um, with with the usual goal scorers, mate, Johnny Jones and Connor Arthur, mate. They they didn't disappoint, mate, at the Froda Park, uh, adding to their tallies, mate. Morning reserves, Dix, they had a thumping nine two win. Uh, uh, well, Redruth United, a bit surprised with this one, Dix, because Redruth United reserves have been going well this season. But Morning went down there to Collider, Dix, and had a thumping 9 2 win. <laughs> uh, Jack, yeah, Jack Blakeston and Callum Thompson with, with a hat trick each, mate. But uh, but they were, well, they were usurped, Dix, usurped. <laughs> I've got it in, mate. Yeah, well, got, done. well, well done. Yeah. yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, I'll say it again, mate. Used both, both of them, mate. Usurped by the division's top striker, mate. Newland non-Athletico's Jack Lidicote, Dix, um, who, who notched four on Saturday, mate. But, Dix, he didn't end up on the on the winning team. Oh, another no, player. another one. I know. Yeah, Jack scored four goals, mate, uh, but he still had to be content with a point, mate, in a 4-4 home draw with the ever-improving Stidian Stinks. So, mm. yeah, entertaining game there, mate. Um, <clears throat> poor old Jack. But I suppose it's four to his tally, mate, and it? Four to his tally. Mm. As a striker, you know, he'll be chuffed. But, but yeah, gutted to score four goals and not win, mate, I would have thought. But uh, uh, Division 3 East, mate, only three games made it, mate. Fifth place, Garrens and St. Moores, uh, our old mates there. Deeks had a 1-1 home draw to North Petherwin Reserves. And, and don't forget, mate, anyone, you know, you can you can see their superb highlights every week, Deeks, can't you? Yep. On Twitter or YouTube, yeah. Accompanied by some some cracking, banging tunes, Deeks. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good watch, mate. I, I, I love watching uh, Garrison and St. Moore's highlights every week. I wonder how he chooses the music, because I have to admit, I, I, I like the first yeah. track this week. I quite enjoyed that one. I, I haven't got a clue who it was uh, featured, but um, good music, good music. So. Yeah, Andy's pretty good, mate. He'd be a good DJ, mate, wouldn't he, I reckon? Oh, he could, he he could probably, do a little slot. Has he not been yeah. a DJ in his lifetime? Well, he probably I, has with those changing rooms, mate, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I reckon he's in the changing rooms on a on a Saturday, mate, cracking out a few tunes, isn't he? With that <laughs> disco ball <laughs> banging out, be like I beef. It'd be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like a, a, an holiday in I beef, mate. Being in uh, Garrison's and St Moore's changing room, which I was thirty years younger, dig. So I'd, I'd go and play for him just for the music, mate. But. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, the experience, um, Steve Floyd Norris, mate. Remember, remember mm -hmm. Steve, mate? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, he scored the goal, mate, for Garen's. Uh, Tom Hancock replying for the Peathers, mate. Peathers? We did know their nickname, Deeks, didn't we? We found it out last season, didn't we? North Pellerin, someone told us, didn't they? Their actual nickname, I forgot what it is. Yeah, I, I forgot. I, I apologise, but I've forgotten as well, so... Uh, yeah, yeah I know. Good. I know someone did, yeah, someone did kindly tell us, mate, but, but uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Tom Tom Hancock got there, go, mate. Um, lots with you, mate. Um, well, despite Dicks, this, let's score thirds, mate. Despite having Sam Borthwick in goal, they um they lost two 0 to uh, home to Lost with you, mate. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they went fourth in the table with that win, mate. Losty, um, Gunners Lake reserves, mate. They saw off Week St Mary four one, uh, in the in the division's remaining fixture, mate. Only only three games there. Division three West, mate. Uh, there was a couple of big results in this one, Diggs. Big big shock of the day, Diggs. Big shock of the day was was Lanners two 0 win at Dropship, mate. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Blimey. Yeah, mate. Yeah, well done, Lanner, mate. Yeah, dropship don't. Uh, well, they don't know how to lose, really, mate. Do they? Max Max Hicks and and Kyle Hocking, mate, with the with the all important goals there at, at, at Marazion, mate. Um, so you know, well done, Lanner. Fantastic win at dropship, and with that, Diggs Probus stretched their lead at the top, mate, to, to five points from Holman's and thirteen points from dropship, Diggs. But you know, they have got a few games in hand, dropship, I think, mate. So they're all right yet, mate. But it but, does, but it yeah. does make a bit of a gap there, though, doesn't it? Probus will be happy with that yeah. result. Exactly, Diggs. Yeah, great day for Probus, mate, wasn't it? Great day for Pro, you know. You know, like you say, mate, stretch a lead and, and well, yeah, it's better, you know, they got points in the bank, Diggs, aren't they? And, and you know, you know, Dropship got to win those like sort of four odd games, mate, haven't they? Three or four games. So, yeah. and they're still, they'll still be in, in a deficit. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant day for Probus, mate. They, uh, well, they, they had their own uh, win, mate, a 3 0 home victory over Cold Rose Reserves, mate, Joe Emmett. Sam Bullen's 21st of the season, Deeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and sub Adam Bishop, mate, all, all scoring for, uh, well, probably favourites, mate, aren't they? Probus now, Division 3. But uh, third place, Olmans, mate. You can't write them out of it, mate. The green machine, Deeks. The green machine keeps uh, keeps rolling on, mate. Uh, but they were made to work hard, mate, for their uh, 1-0 win at Lizard Argyle, mate. Big centre-half. Scott Thomas, mate, with the with the all important winner there, Diggs. Well done, Scott, mate. Good centre half, but he's come up with the winner as well there, Diggs. So mm. one nil, clean sheet, and a, and the and a winning goal. So good day for Scott. Um, Gunabran, Diggs. They thumped an erm eight three at Reen Manor, mate. So so yeah, my old mate, mate. Well, a friend of ours, Diggs. Mike Counter. Mike Counter digs. He said he was driving past Gunavran's ground about half past three on Saturday, mate, and a ball come over the edge and hit his windscreen. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought you were going to say yeah. he headed it back or something. No, he, he yeah, never used yeah, to head no, it very no, much, did he? So, no, no, he, he did score a few headers, mine, didn't he, in his uh, day, mate? Well, I, I should think, think so. But, the size um, of the guy is big enough to get yeah, up in the air. True. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, six foot two or whatever, mate. A good he? left foot, though. A good left foot. He did, didn't he, mate? Yeah, Mike, yeah, good left foot, mate. Saw him, saw him score a few beauties with that left he foot, didn't mate. didn't have a right but, foot, uh, mine, but uh, it was a good oh, left that foot. That was standing on, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That was, mate, wasn't it? <laughs> that was just standing on, but, but yeah. 
He's fit. So fit he stays thick. He's doing his marathon, ran a marathon. He did yeah. the other week. Yeah, so good on him, mate. I'm I'm eating marathons, mate, and Mike's three years after running them, mate. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, good on him, mate. But yeah, finally, Deeks, uh, Division Four East, mate. The the, the Tregony bandwagon, mate. Uh, that keeps rolling on with another impressive four 0 win. This time, Deeks, it, well, it was a top two clash, mate, at, at St Evel Spitfires, mate, and you know they still come away with a four 0 Deeks. Derek Lucas, mate, with oh. with another hat trick, mate, another no. hat trick. Guess how many, many got now? Yeah, have a guess, mate, for the season already. Uh, first week of December. First week of December. They played nine games, so uh, yeah, thirty. What do you reckon? That's a good guess. Excellent guess. Well, I'll give you an A minus for that guess, Diggs. I think <laughs> okay. 28, mate. Ooh, 28. 28. Right. Yeah, he's pretty much on a hat trick again, isn't he? Well, that's, I was going on the basis if he gets a hat trick again, that's 27, isn't it? Yeah. And then I thought he might have a yeah. couple of games where he's had a couple more. So, so. Yeah. So he's got 27, yeah, you said. Right. 28, mate. Uh, 28, sorry. 28. 28. Yeah, 28 mates. Yeah, obviously, obviously top scorer in that division. But <laughs> yeah, good season for Derek, mate. Um, Scott Loughton, um grabbed uh, grabbed the other goal, mate. Uh, off off the bench, mate. Come off the bench and scored the other goal to go with Derek's hat trick. Uh, another hat trick, man, mate. Was Dean Dingle, mate? Quite apt this time of year. I thought, mate, Dean Dingle. <laughs> 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 In, uh, what, dingle in, bells, sorry. dingle bells. <laughs> That's it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dean, mate, Ding Dingle. He, he scored that to make Biscovay's five-two win at Della Baldig. So, a uh, good result up there, mate. Seeing they didn't exist last month. I was going to say you're, you're going to mention them every week now, aren't you? Because you've, you yeah, didn't realise yeah. they were still going. I <laughs> know. Oh, I feel I should. Be. I feel I should. <laughs> <laughs> terrible blunder, mate. Thinking they, uh, so that's yeah, that's Biscovay. You got to mention. You got to mention Hale Reserves. You're gonna Hale you Reserves. Oh, no. gonna... <laughs> I get. I'm getting myself in a lot of trouble here, Deeks, aren't I? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, can't mention everyone though, mate. Can we? We we do our best, mate. Don't we? We that's do true. do our that's best. True. Yeah. yeah, try and share the love, the Cornish football love. But and uh, yeah, finally, Deeks Division Four West, mate. Leaders pair and Porth, They had a they had a walloping ten uh, nil home win. Well, it was an away fixture, but they played it at home for some reason. Deeks, um, you don't see many games called off at pair and Porth, mate, do you? No. But, uh, no, if ever, mate, at Ponsmere Valley there. So, yeah, five goals in each half there, Deeks, for Perrin Porth, mate, in a sort of thumping 10-0 win over Alston Raiders, mate. Dan Gilbert, four. Brandon Light, three. Dan Cox, two. An own goal and a partridge in a sand dune. Something about what's going on, mate. Yeah, Dan Gilbert, four. Brandon Light, three. Dan Cox, two. And an own goal. Go and a partridge in a sand you Sorry, mate. Lovely, right. Sorry, mate. Bit early yet, really, isn't it? Is that it's a few weeks yet, isn't it? Don't I, I do love Christmas, though, Deeks, don't you? I yeah. am a Christmas team. Yeah. We, we've got to get in the mood, haven't we? Because there could be very yeah, little exactly. football that's, to talk about soon. So That's true. <laughs> that's true, mate. Yeah, it is the eighth, mate, isn't it? It won't be long, will it? No. A couple of right. weeks, really. Two it? weeks and a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I better get cracking. I've done nothing, Diggs. I've done nothing. Oh, come better on. Better not tell Rachel. No. I think no. I bought her one of them big Tobler owns, mate. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> 
that's it for a minute, mate. So I hope she's not listening, mate. I hope she's not listening. But surprise. Uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, last couple of games, Steaks Penryn Reserves, mate. They kept in touch with uh, Perrin Paul, mate. At the, well, actually, I'll say kept in touch, Steaks. If you look at the league table, uh, I mean, they got games in hand. So I, I would say looking at the league table, mate, Penryn Reserves are in a, in a good in a good yeah. Uh, spot, mate. Really. Yeah, if you, yeah. Um, they, they, uh, they're in third at the moment, obviously, with those games and antiques. They they switched their game, actually, mate, owned to Lizard Oregon Reserves, mate. They switched it to Penryn College's impressive 4G, mate. And, oh, right. Uh, yeah, to get it on. And it, and it certainly paid dividends, mate, because they won 8 0. Uh, Liam Dent and Steve Brewer, mate, uh, both scoring at tricks. Uh, two lads there that should be playing a lot higher than Division 4, I think, mate, isn't it? But mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, but good players, mate. Both scored at tricks and and just finally digs games of the week, mate. There's nothing really sort of leapt off the page, mate. And and like you said, mate, you know, you know, it's probably 50-50 they'll be on anyway. But but I've gone for division one this week, Dick. So I've gone for division one east and west, mate, in each division. And in the east, mate, I don't know what you think, Diggs, looking at the tables, but I think St. Minver v Nanpian. Could be a cracking little Ooh, game, mate. Yeah, top four game. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, St. Yeah, still looking. to be beaten in the league. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. Dick Shea, yeah, yeah, still unbeaten against the the top team, Dick's in it. So, could be a good one, mate. I think Division One East, and and for anyone down west, mate, Division One West. I've gone for well, I know you went there a few times last season, Dick's, but I've gone for St. Ives v. Moulin, Dick's at the Saltins. Oh, I yeah. think that could be first versus yeah. fifth. Yeah, yeah. I, I know more than a fifth, mate. But you know, St. Ives have been on hell of a run, digs, because they, I think they were like third from bottom, digs, first few games of season, and they they've just gone out hell of a run, mate, and shot to the top of the table. They have, mate, and and the games are usually on, digs, aren't they, at the Salt Inns? Yeah. Usually, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and I just thought, you know, it could be a decent one with all Mornin's firepower, mate. You know, they got, you know, them two youngsters, mate, <laughs> Luke Ward and Dom Pullen. You know, I know Dom's on the bench a lot these days, mate, but you'd never write him off, would you, mate, to come on and score a little important goal, would you, Dom? Mm-hmm. He's done it all his life. So, And, you know, Warty still, you know, a bit younger, mate, Warty, but he's still scoring goals, mate. So, yeah, I thought that might be a decent little game, Diggs, a nice thing morning for anyone down that way. And and probably one more if I had to pick it, Diggs, Division 3 East, mate. I think Lanreth v Bude Reserve could, could well be an interesting one as well, Diggs. Two good teams, mate. I know you watched Lanreth, haven't you, the other week? And, yeah, yeah. well, apparently I'll be watching Bude Reserve soon, I think, mate, because they got Paramount. Aren't they in the junior cup, so so yeah, two good teams there in that division, Deeks. I think yeah, those two uh, actually, yeah, yeah. you picked. I, I would say that's probably the most intriguing game of the three you've uh, you've good word, mentioned. good word, yeah. intriguing, yeah, intri- or three, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely intriguing, mate. Yeah, yeah, I've put, I've put interesting, mate, but but yours, your words a lot better. I think I, I think it could be an intriguging game. That where one, Deeks, where's that you? game being played? Uh, Lanreff digs, isn't it? I think was it Rally Park, is it? Lanreff screen. Oh, sounds is it familiar. Sounds familiar. Yeah, I've played there once, mate, in the in the Vets League digs, and very forgettable it was, mate. I was rubbish, <laughs> absolute rubbish, mate. Yeah. I come on, I come on the last twenty five minutes digs. I think I think we were winning three two as well. I come on the last twenty five. I couldn't even feel my feet digs. It was that cold. 
I mean, my first touch was rubbish about three times. And then I blasted one over the bar oh. from about eight yards, mate. Yeah, that would have won it. We ended up drawing four all, mate. So, yeah. Not, I've got great memories of Rally Park, mate. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. So, nice little ground, though, Deeks. Nice little ground. Nice flat, flat pitch, mate. There. Do, have you been land ref, Deeks? No, I haven't actually. No. no. Yeah. Nice little setup, Deeks, there, really. Yeah, it's all right. Nice flat pitch. And Did Landref yeah, good... pack up a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It's a good memory, mate. They did, yeah. they And they've cut, well, like Lazarus, don't they? They've come, come back from the day, you know, got promoted, mate, didn't they, last season? Won the league, won the, you know, champions last season, mate, of the division. And, and obviously, you know, top of this division. Bit, well, a bit of a new in Titans job going on there, mate. Up east, isn't it, Dinks, mm, for Landreth? That's right. Yeah. So doing well. Yeah, win. Very well, mate. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Thanks, really, mate. I think. Unless I forgot something, have I? Have I forgot anything? Uh, have you mentioned hail reserves? I did. Yeah. Oh, I right. did. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to mention that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay. Sorry, Jason. Yeah, there's taking the Mickey and there's taking the Mickey, and I think you've done too much of it to be honest, rapper. Yeah, probably have, mate. Yeah, yeah. For I'm too awake, Dick. So Tom, I've woke up lovely now, mate. I was like a zombie like hour and a half ago, wasn't I? Like a zombie. (laughs) Right. Just one final mention on on hail reserves. Um, Let's give them a a real big mention this week and uh, top goal scorer. What, for Hale Reserves, mate? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, mate. Uh, they, yeah, they scored quite a few goals, haven't they? Don't know, Deeks. I don't know. Josh oh, Bevies. Mate. Josh Bevies with 12 goals. Oh, right. Need nine oh, games. I wonder if he's any relation, is any relation to Simon, mate. Remember Simon Bevis, oh, mate? Oh, yes. Yeah. He was a player, Simon. He mate. was Hale, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, played for Hale for years. I think Simon did, mate. Got so, got to be, be a relation, Yeah, got to be. Got to be. Yeah. Is his son? Is his son? Yeah. Look right. out for that name, mate. Look yeah. out for that name. Okay. Yeah. Josh yeah. Bevin. Uh, Josh Bevis. Twelve goals there. Yeah. Started nine games. Played nine games. Scored twelve goals. So uh, yeah. Good strike rate, mate. Settle yeah. for that, wouldn't you? Settle yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's the St. Piran League. Um, were you taking in any games, rapper, over the weekend? Well, yeah. We, we, well, you mentioned the women's game, but what about Saturday? Yeah, hopefully, Deeks. Um, um, well, you know, like you say, mate, you know, it's 50-50, and it? I think a lot of games. But the plan is, Deeks, um, I mean, Ben's playing at Chasewater, mate. So, um, you know, a bit of a revenge mission for Parham. Well, I think Saturday, Deeks, because they were, I mean, they got wronged, mate, wronged oh, <laughs> against no. Chasewater about three weeks ago. So, I mean, not Chasewater's fault, mate, you know, but, but wow. Yeah, You're not bearing a, couple... a grudge, are you, or what? No, no, I like Chasewater actually, mate, as a club mate. You know, my old mate, Nigel Jewell and all, mate. Nigel, you know, cha- some some cracking people at Chasewater. I had a game for Chasewater once, mate. One game I played. One Colin game. Bennett's was manager, mate, Colin. And they were they had an end-of-season game, mate, at Carrick. And uh, I think they had to win their last two games to win the league, mate. Oh, so they brought in the ringers, did they? Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. yeah, I like Colin, mate. He's the top, yeah. A fun, funny bloke as well, mate, funny bloke. But yeah, Colin got me reinstated there. I felt a bit bad, really, Deeks. But because but, um, I obviously couldn't play on the last game on the Saturday, I, th- I think I was... Uh, 
it might have been at Penzance at the time, mate. But but yeah, we we beat Carrick away six three, and I, I had that trick, mate, on the only ever game for wow. for Chase Hunter, mate. So. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a good club, mate. But but yeah, a couple of dodgy offsides um, in the last game, mate. Paramount. So I'm sure they'll hopefully they can get you know somewhere near their best teammate digs and, and give Chase Water a, a better game this time, mate. But or not a better game, but a better result, hopefully. But but if that's off, Deeks, um, you know, I'm sort of well, I'm not hoping it. I'm you know, like I was watching, yeah, he's like watching you know me me son play, mate. But but yeah, if that one's off, Deeks, it, it's it's got to be Blazy. Falmouth, mate, for me, isn't it? Mm. Two minute trip, yeah. two minutes. Me local, yeah, me local team Deeks against well against my team, me local team against my team. Your so, team, yeah. What do you mean your team? <laughs> well, yeah, I can't, I can't claim it, mate. Can I? But no, nah, I'm amber and I've got amber and black blood Deeks, and I running through me veins, and I. So right. yeah, no, nah, yeah, that'd be yeah. I'd, I'd like to watch that one, mate. She plays Falmouth, so. Yeah, if that one's off, mate, I'm, I'm hopefully. Well, you said the pitch is a bit wet, though, Deeks, didn't you? So, yeah, well, it, yeah, I'm... Thursday morning it yeah. was a bit wet. That's right. So, yeah. so hopefully, Sweeter can wave a bit of a magic <laughs> wand on it, Deeks, and <laughs> get that get that one on. Hopefully, Deeks. But enjoy your trip to Ilfracombe, mate. Oh, that's on. That's that can get a bit wet up there, Deeks. That pitch played there once in the vans, mate, for former. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, one nine one. We did nine one. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think they, they was. I got a feeling, mate. Wads. I got a feeling. Wads scored about four, mate. Oh right, in that one. Right. Yeah, he had a good day. I, I think. I think. I think Jimmy, mate. You know, Justin Ashburn. Yeah. I think Jimmy might have got two. Um, it was when I was coming back from injury. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I played about the last quarter hour, mate. And so you didn't I don't, score. Don't think I did. Don't think I did. So I'm not. Did or did I, mate? Did I get one? Did I get a tap in? Come back off the I, keeper. I'd, I don't know, but I remember it being really muddy up there, mate. So actually, yeah. now you say that, I think. Yeah. I don't think you did because uh, apparently there is a plaque on the wall up there saying Mark Rapsy <laughs> did not score at this ground. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I know it was a rare occurrence, Deeks, isn't it? It's the rare Ilfracombe and Rally Park, Deeks. Two grounds I ain't scored on, we've, I've mentioned this week. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, no, nice little ground, though, Deeks. Right on the seafront there, mate. Nice little view for you, mate. Have a good day, hopefully. Alston win. Is there a church or something there close by as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is, mate. Yeah, I think it. Well, you you virtually is virtually on the pitch, mate. But is it behind the goal? <laughs> on the pitch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, mate. It's quite a picturesque um, type of ground, mate. I can't remember the name of it. Now. It takes it a long time ago that was, mate. But I think they've improved the facilities up there a bit since I played there, mate. But oh, but yeah, it's so. a nice. How long ground. ago were we talking well, about that? You were up there. Bloody hell, mate! I think that was um, was that ninety five digs when Ray Nichols was. Well, I would hope in twenty eight years they have improved the facilities. Yeah, so. yeah is that what it is? Dick? Is that twenty eight years, mate? Well, ninety five. Yeah, in that, mate, it is. Yeah, because I started um, I started at Trellis, mate, in ninety five, November ninety five, and I've been there twenty eight years, mate. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right, mate. Twenty eight years ago, that was. Yeah, flipping it, mate. That's scary, that is deep. I think we got to the last sixteen, mate, in that in that year of the Vaz, mate. Ray Nichols was manager, and then we got battered, mate, at home to Belper in the oh. in the last sixteen digs. Oh. Yeah, 
I think Pori scored two own goals in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, massive deflection, mate, one of them. And then he went to clear one and he sort of sliced it past Philpy. And yeah, I think we 3 0 downed it. A bit like Formus game the other week, Diggs. You know, you said about him being 3 0 up yeah. in that Vaz game. Yeah, we were 3 0 down, I think, mm, in about yeah. 11 minutes. So killed it, mate. Killed it. Well, but, what goes yeah. round comes round, I suppose. So. Uh... Yeah, true, mate. That's football, isn't it, Diggs? Yeah. It all evens out in the end, doesn't it? Yeah. All evens out. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you're, uh, well, you've got your games lined up. I've got my game lined up. Yeah. Um, uh, as we keep saying, make sure anyone going to a match, make sure you know it's on before you set out because uh, with the forecast yeah. uh, and the rain we've had so far this week uh, and the forecast coming up for sort of late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Um, there could be a few pitch inspections Saturday morning, I think. So if yeah, in doubt, definitely. what do you have to do, Rapper? if in doubt? Yes, yeah, I was just going to say that, mate. I thought, I wonder if you'll come up with your old <laughs> thing, mate. If in doubt, check it out, mate. Check it, it yeah. out. That's right. Check yeah, it out. That's a good one. That's a good one this time of year, Deeks, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Rappo. That's uh, not, Cheers, any Deeks. idea what number episode we are today or not? Oh, yeah. Sorry, mate. I think we're too... Uh, I think this could be two 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 digs. Two two two. Oh right. Yeah, or is it two two one? Oh, oh. Miss Wins oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, got when I was away in Krakow Digs was two twenty. I missed that one. So right. two, it was two, back two, last then. week, two two yeah, two two two, mate. Two two two. Yeah. <laughs> Not three two one, mate, as Ted Rogers used to say, mate, didn't he? <laughs> three two one is two two two. Two two two. Right. Yeah. So two nice two number, two it what are we, twenty eight away from yeah. 250. Right, I just yeah, wonder if we're going to make 250 by the end of the season. Don't know. Oh, yeah. going to be Could we make close, close. Yeah. It'll be close, isn't it? Desmond will be delighted with that when he digs 222. <laughs> Desmond 222. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, well, thanks to Desmond. He's had the last word on episode 222. Um, thanks very much. I'm going to put this podcast together and... Uh, Get me wellies out and umbrella, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. take all that, Deeks, for sure, mate. Take all that, mate. I <laughs> <laughs> hope you see a few goals, Deeks, in the in the Ulfracoom net, mate. Ricky Shepherd hat trick. Yes, mate, yeah. Yeah, come on, Ricky. Let's have that He's trick, dried mate. up That's in a... the league. He hasn't scored for ages. <laughs> It'll be wet on Saturday if he plays, mate. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks so much and uh, enjoy Cheers, your football. Deeks. Yeah, all the best, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast.